0: Hello there, and welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. And we are joined by our very special guest yet again. Uh, works for ATBSports.net. He is the Patriots beat writer and college football analyst, Alex Shear.
1: Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Fucking nailed it on the first try. Yeah, you did. That's nice. I didn't
0: even practice in my head or anything. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Better than last time. Right. But uh, And I got ATB Sports right this time. Presented by ATBSports.net. Go check them out. They have awesome articles.
2: You know, you didn't screw up any part of that intro. Nope. And I'm just... I don't know how to react because usually there's a, there's a couple giggles to be had. And when we make fun of you for a minute. Then we go into the show.
0: There were some giggles that might not come through because I was headbanging to our song (laughs) (laughs) and my glasses flew off.
2: I'm sure there's going to be some. And if there is, I'm not going to edit it out. I'm going to leave it in there.
0: It would help if I had my show docket pulled up. Oh, first first thing usually
2: goes the news and
0: notes. Well, yeah, but full docket ahead. I uh, always go over. Um, Don't forget, first real quick, check out our our facebook page check out our, our youtube page check out our twitter page our instagram uh at Pod for instagram and twitter and just beard brothers football well it's still beard brothers football we're gonna try to work about changing the name to beard brothers fantasy football podcast because we're trying to do a small rebranding uh so make sure to check out those page is <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah we got a full docket up ahead uh news and injuries as usual uh our week six cream of the crop and flippity flaps uh Champer Chance coming back. I missed it last week yep. for some ridiculous we didn't reason. It for the next day. <laughs> yeah. Uh Prime Time Pie Bet results and uh going into our week seven Primetime Pie Bets. Our starts of the week for week seven and CWFL updates and uh go over some more stuff with you guys try to keep you updated on where we're at and what we're looking forward to.
2: Can confirm.
0: Can confirm. But alright guys, that's gonna move us right on to news and injuries. What do we got, uh, AJ? Um, your your I, fucking A-names. <laughs> well,
2: as far as injuries, you know, I, I know one that hurts you pretty pretty personally and, and one that we were both, you know, a player we were both pretty hyped on, uh, especially just, you know, calling him Big Willie. Uh, yeah. But Will Disley, out for the year. Uh, Achilles tendon, uh, I That's, think, is torn?
0: Yep, two, um, two big injuries for him. And I knew the second he went down, you could see, like, he didn't want to get up. He didn't want to move. I was. I thought it was something it is, it is nay. in his knee, but, day. but uh, he uh, he definitely looked like he was done for the season because it was non-contact. Pla- By the way, planted um, his foot wrong. The Achilles is in
2: your foot, not yes. your
0: knee. No, I know. No, I. <laughs> duh, <laughs> but I, that's what I'm saying. And thank you for us. Shout out to us for calling it Achilles, not Achilles or Achilles. Yeah, <laughs> Achilles. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I knew, like, he had an injury. But the way he was holding his knee, it, or the way his leg was, it yeah. looked like it was a torn ACL at first. But it turns out it was an Achilles, which is also a year-long recovery. Yeah, so. so
2: he'll he'll be down for a
0: hot minute. Which super sucks.
2: Yeah, for your team. For I was just really hyped to see him play in general.
0: Yeah, and he's been great. He's been a top ten tight end so far this year. Yeah. He's
1: absolutely crushed it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: 100%. A uh, couple more minor ones. Uh, we move on from that. We got some quads. Uh, Amari Cooper left super early, more or less goosed everybody with his 1.7, <laughs> 1.9, whatever the hell it was. Uh, had one catch for seven yards, I believe. That was about it. Yep, and then was out in the first quarter and the rest of the game on, and you could tell with the Cowboys, we'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have I'll address the fans about how my my how real team is How your playing. feelings are. Oh, boy. How yeah, earth sure. Earth. <laughs> uh, and then James Conner still killed it, came up with almost 30 fantasy points. Yeah. and uh, Or hit 30. That was close. It was like 29, I think, point something. I'll
1: look it up but right. he, uh, I thought it was 30.9. Oh, yeah, 30.9. what it yeah. ended up
0: being. So, I mean, he killed it. Absolutely destroyed the Chargers D. Uh, got into the end zone twice and came up with a quad injury at the end of the game, which soft tissue injuries. We've talked about it. Not fun because it can not only – be lingering it can affect your 30.9 yeah 30.9 Boom. and then uh it, it it can affect how they play in the future so naturally you're gonna keep both eyes on that one
2: yep see chris thompson i didn't see what happened to his foot it looked like somebody like fell on it that or foot something. fucker
0: dropped a touchdown i said foot fucker because it's because he had a foot injury yeah.
2: <laughs> so no, there's no real updates right now he has had an mri no no word on what the mri is revealed yet so I I wouldn't expect him to play next week.
0: Yeah, I. It's not like it matters a whole bunch. Cause no, not playing, really. Playing the Niners D. <laughs> yeah, and, and we've seen them. I think they're the second ranked defense in most categories behind the Patriots. So mm-hmm. I know against Well, or- behind the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I because I looked it up today. I think Patriots only give up five points a game to <laughs> quarterbacks, like five point yeah. six. And then the 49ers were a whole three points behind them. We had yeah, like eight point three,
1: absolutely insane. Yeah. So,
2: and, and looking at sleeper stats, total points for the year, the Patriots have 133 points. Yep. Mm-hmm. In
0: redraft leagues, they are a fantasy MVP.
2: The 49ers obviously are second at 78. Yeah. They've literally like doubled a up their 60 score. point difference. Yeah, it's and
0: insane. I uh, the stat I heard I think from the ballers that the Patriots are way on pace to, or they're on pace to just completely outshoot, I believe, the 85 Bears in fantasy points. Damn. Like, by 100 points. Yeah. (laughs) So, if for some reason, I
1: highly doubt it, they're out on your waiver wire, you need to go pick them up. Yeah. (laughs) Who's not picking them up at this point? Right. The uh, interesting thing to note, talking about the Patriots and the defense, 122 fantasy points. This is from ESPN. um, Through six games, which is the most by any defense, through its first six games since the Chicago Bears – 123, 1987. Damn! Like d- wow. I was, no, I was they close. Wow! Didn't even have
2: fantasy football. No, they things. did. They, they, they did. It, it was, was all much different. It was all handwritten. <laughs> oh, yeah. nerds! You
0: had to look up. You had these, to mail in your. <laughs> yeah, you had to look up <laughs> spots. Look up all the stats in the newspaper. Oh Jesus! What, what is that? <laughs> and then write down all the points. Most actually, most of the older leagues back then, from what I understand, were just touchdown based. So mm-hmm. if you scored a touchdown, you got points for that, and that Fair was enough. it. So it was a lot easier to track. Back then, back
2: in the day, uh,
0: Mike Williams was assisted off the field. Uh, we looked it up a little bit. It appears to be a knee injury, and he's had a, just lingering issues throughout the year. So, same thing. Just keep a watch out. See, see if you. I mean, you're going to see on your notifications if he's on. Yeah. Your, say, I didn't he's see gonna anything
2: play. serious on it. I didn't see too much digging into it. The most I've seen is he's out potentially for the for next week. At, at most, he's going week to be week-to-week, day-to-day, yeah. and, and see how it happens. Um, I'll let you talk about that. And then, huh? and then Baker fell a little funny, I'm assuming. That's all that happened. He went down. It looked like he hurt his hip. Went to the locker room. Yeah, and then just came back out and kept playing. Yeah, so.
0: well, yeah, he went to the locker room during a defensive drive, I believe, mm-hmm. that led into halftime, I,
2: I it think. Was right. It was right
0: after halftime. Okay, um, right after halftime, yeah. yeah, and then came out before their next offensive mm-hmm. possession. Yeah. So he didn't miss any plays. But he uh, he looked off this game. I mean, he has. Yeah. And it was it was a stat that I saw on Twitter um, the other day, and I do want to bring it up because it's it's an issue, because I know a lot of Browns fans fiercely defend him.
2: I don't. <laughs> but I, I was not. I, I would like say I say everybody was on the hype train for Baker last year. After Tyrod went down and he won that game, everybody's like, "Holy fuck, Baker's good." Yeah, it's one. Game. And he was great last year. And then he had those couple good games. There was like, "Why aren't you on the hype train?" It's like. Because I need to see him do it consistently.
1: I was at that game, that Jets game. And I i would be the first to say, this guy's a rookie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there with uh, my buddy Graham. And I'm, you know, arguing with other Browns fans. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this guy's a rookie. That, Like, give him time. Like, he's going to make rookie mm-hmm. mistakes. And then he wins. And, I mean, at that point, everybody's, you know, obviously celebrating. Nobody yeah. cares about what was said. Unlocked, but I was waiting. Unlocked all
0: those Bud Light coolers. Yeah, unlocked all those Bud Light
1: coolers. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. I'm like watching, you know, the rest of the season. When is he going to show that he's a true rookie? And he never really showed that to yeah. me. I mean, he made he just, some mistakes. He did a
0: bit. I think he threw 16 interceptions in 13 games.
1: What Was it that many? Yeah. I, okay. I mean, he but he didn't show, like... But threw 29 touchdowns to outweigh that. So. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he got them to, what, 7-8-1 and one. last year was the final record on the ground. Yeah, you think so. Yeah.
0: After they were 0-2 already mm-hmm. to start the 0 and season. 0-2. Yeah.
1: No, 0-1-1. Oh, one and one, right? Yeah. Because that that put it's him to one one and one. Yeah. And yeah. I was joking with somebody about it being like a Fallout reference, Vault One Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> um, the tattoo I have. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> nerd. So yeah, it's Baker's looked off this year. I mean, he's, he's got twelve interceptions. Showing
2: belts. he's a, a rookie. Yeah. So like, and that's and, and going back to well, what I was Second saying, second year, but yeah. Yeah, but
1: still, <laughs> he's young. He, young. His yeah.
2: first full starting year. Mm-hmm. And it's like I was never a hundred percent on the height train. I was a little into the hype this year because of all the off moves they made, not counting the stupid decisions they did with their offensive line. But the team is is going back and forth and flip-flopping in these games. flopping Kind of how I expected them to.
0: Yeah, and it's it's weird because you see them have like a peak performance, and they did lose the game to the to the Seahawks, but they played well. They kept the they defense were, looked good. They were in the game, and they got a couple extremely questionable calls. But it it didn't detract from the fact that Baker looked bad. And that stat I was going to bring up was out of twenty seven qualified quarterbacks with uh, however many pass attempts it was. Uh, really, what 10, 15, something like
1: well, that? Well,
0: no, no, no. It it was oh for the season, a, yeah, okay. so far for gotcha. the season because okay. you know there's been some backups playing and stuff sure. like that. But Baker is dead last uh, with an eighty three QBR or yeah quarterback rating. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> sorry, I drew a blank there. You mean thirty eight? No, 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 no. Um, oh, through th- – okay, I, I, I yeah, got gotcha. you. I will say there's more to it. Um, with like an 83 uh, quarterback rating uh, while well-protected with no pressure. Mm-hmm. So he was l- dead last in that. He was 27th out of 27. And then he was dead last with pressure as well. Hmm. So it's – he something looks off with him whether he's pressured or not. I don't know if he was dealing with an injury or what's going on with him. He just – he looks timid. I guess is the best way I can put Timid's it.
1: Tim is a good way to put it. I mean, right now he's sitting on 1,500 yards passing for the year. So, like, that's not bad. No. Um, but then you continue to scroll. He has five passing touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and he's been sacked 16 times. Yes. So Which I don't I, think I, this is I this th- is a Baker problem. I think this is an offensive line problem. Mm-hmm. The same thing that's been happening for how many years for the Cleveland Browns?
0: But that, that's what I why I brought that stat up because it worries me a little bit that he has the worst QBR of qualified quarterbacks who've played – I, I want to say probably every game this year, mm-hmm. of he has the worst QBR of while being protected. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on with him. His red zone numbers are absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up and I'm whiffing on. but In general, Baker, he, he's showing he's a young quarterback. I don't, I don't think that this is indicative of what his career is going oh, to God, be. Oh, God, no, absolutely I think there's not. so much talent that he needs to just be able to kind of let let's play, you know, and I think that's what he's trying to do. hundred percent. But ever and this is something that everybody needs to remember. Cleveland is so young and they're not they're not in sync yet. Mm-hmm. You've got sure you've got Jarvis Landry and Odell, you know, they 26 years
0: old apiece, I believe. Yeah,
1: they haven't played together in since college. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's at least a three, four year, five year time period. Then you've got Baker who's in his second year. You've got a this phenomenal backfield with Chubb, coming back soon, Kareem Hunt. You know, you got Higgins. I mean, you just got all these players. Freddie Kitchen and Freddie Kitchens in his first year as a head coach. Yep. All these moving pieces. Yes, they're two and four, but they don't they don't look like a bad two and four.
2: No, they're just I, they're they didn't they pe- didn't two of those games.
1: Uh, fair, <laughs> fair. The, the,
2: the opening game, God, listen, they looked okay. awful. Okay, I mean,
1: Tennessee. Derrick Henry for whatever the the Browns' defense is having a hard time stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the, the, the hard, biggest that is
2: issue. Clears day. So I, it's I've said it for years. I mean, I've never wavered from being a Browns fan. I've never even thought twice about leaving them. It's loyalty to one team.
0: You just went through spells of being a bigger hockey fan because they were so bad. <laughs> can't
2: confirm. So it's I mean, as as there's Boston Bruins stuff all across this office, yeah. and not a single Browns thing, but. I got you a Baker shirt. Yeah, it's in it's in the laundry. <laughs> uh, he wore it,
1: so Wiped I usually I it. usually
2: wear it to work underneath <laughs> <work laughs> my work shirt. Um, but I've always said, and and I know I've said this phrase a lot, but no quarterback can play hike holy shit football. Because that offensive line in Cleveland has been terrible for years. a Wilson can. <laughs> well, the, his he has f- a 121 yeah, QBR. His, his whole fucking career has been like, Oh my god, I got to run. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that that offense line is still better than Cleveland's. Yes. It's. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that if Cleveland had a halfway decent, had a halfway decent. I think I said the right the first time. You did. Offensive line. <laughs> that they wouldn't be struggling this much.
1: Here's something else that I kind of noticed. The The Browns are 2-4 and on the season. Mm-hmm. They're 2-1 and one on the road. 0-3 mm-hmm. oh at home. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and we were kind of talking about, you know, why are the Browns struggling so much at home? And uh, this was just kind of his thought, so uh, Graham, shout out to you. Um, they don't have the successful discipline pro- program yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're talented and you end up with, like, the Patriots or whatever, you just have to show up and do your job. Whereas the Browns... Because there's so much hype around them, they're expected to win. Yeah. And that experience is making them take a few more chances on things. Or that inexperience is making them take a few more chances on things than they might normally would. On the road, you don't have the crowd pressuring you. Yeah. At home, it's like these people are just dying the, for the a win. The dog
2: pound wants a win so bad.
0: Exactly. And uh, that was actually the last point that I just remembered is I do blame a lot of this on Freddy Kitchens. Mm on mm-hmm. uh, not mentally having this team prepared mm-hmm. and just he looks like a really bad rookie head coach. Well, it's, it's a, again,
1: the, the really bad part, sure, but again, you said it right there, rookie head coach. Yeah. And know, it, his first head coaching gig.
0: He was like. also until last year wasn't he was never even a coordinator. Right. And I know that's been brought up a million times and yeah. the Browns fans are probably sick of hearing that, but it's it's a fact that it you is. can't you can't skirt around. He was never even considered for a coordinator job until somebody else was fired. And I, I do honestly believe that, as I scooted further away from the microphone, <laughs> uh, that he he just was really good buddies with Baker, and Baker convinced him that this should be our head coach, because I like him a lot, and yeah. our offense ran really well. Their offense did run really well. it yeah, we yeah. ran phenomenal. Yeah. But I think, and I hate to admit it, because I don't like Greg Williams personally, because of all the crap he's done, Right. but he had their team in a better mental place, I believe, as the head coach and let, just letting, letting Freddie, letting that doesn't even rhyme. It just sounded weird. Uh, letting Freddie kind of just run the offense and focus on that. He didn't have to control an yeah, entire fifty-three exactly. man locker room. So in
1: general, I'm not worried about the Browns. I think you know they're they're going to get past their few games. You know, well oh, next, next game I'm worried.
0: <laughs> after their, I think it is it bye week and then Patriots. Yeah, and, I mean, well in New in England. New England.
1: <laughs> so after they take hey, that L, <laughs> they're better on the road. They maybe, are better on the road. They've maybe, got a better record on the road. So. Maybe they'll be the ones that end the streak. Probably not. That's cute that you think so. But. Oh, I
2: don't really think so. I'm just making a statement.
1: Say so the Browns if fan I talking act- to the Patriots fan. The I say, if I actually
2: thought that, I'd how, say it in the, the living
0: room. <laughs> I'm going to need you to drink a tall glass and shut the fuck <laughs> up, Alex. We'll get there, okay? I'm going to address... I'm going to have just... We'll, we'll give you yeah. a whole couple
2: minutes yeah. in the distance. We Considering how much boys. time we just spent
0: on the fucking Browns, I don't. I've never once said that. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say DC four L. I don't say Weed Boys. So pipe down.
1: DC4L. Oh, but the, yeah, Dallas I think Cowboys right. I life. think right. My last point on Cleveland. I think right now they just need to instead of just trying to win one for the th- fans, th- they need the to trust the, the to system.
2: Calm down, mm-hmm. because as they, a team, yeah, they just need to get their shit together. Per se,
1: they look up. You know, super unorganized, super sloppy. Calm down. Trust the system. The coaches have given you a system. You guys have won a couple games with it. Trust it. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Yep.
0: All right. A couple uh, little news notes. Uh, We're actually going to start throwing in with our news and injuries, too. Uh, Our play of the week, which I have a personal one. Uh, And I don't think anybody else can really argue. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, Patriots did resign Ben Watson. Yes. Uh, um, We'll see. He's 38 years old, <laughs> and I mean, old people in New England apparently fare well, so we'll see uh, eventually how he looks as maybe a bi-week fill-in or an injury fill-in, but I doubt it. I, I really doubt it. I'm not super big on
1: him. He's going to be competing time with Izzo, and I just, yeah. I don't, like, Izzo right now, I mean, you've got Lacoste, who looks great, mm-hmm. but I think Izzo's kind of going to be the, the the future of that position in New yeah. England, so I, don't, I, I think Ben Watson's great for like, hey, we need depth.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe and kind of like a mentorship type deal.
1: Mentorship, I—I I mean, you've got a lot of injuries right now with New England. He's also played quite a bit of special teams throughout exactly. his career, and so. that's what I kind of expect New England to use him for. Um, I mean, you've got Josh Gordon, who may be out next week. You've got you know all these injuries. Um, Harry's coming back. Uh, one of our wide right receivers, Nikhil, finally two weeks um, in my taxi spot. <laughs> in, two, in two weeks, they'll uh, they'll get to put him on the field again. Good. Um, so I'm super He's, pumped for that. Yeah. But.
0: Alright, and then uh, our play of the week. I don't know if anybody out there got a chance to watch the Houston Texans at Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek Hill re-debuted this week coming back from his his shoulder injury. And uh, this kid made a fucking play. And we're not going to talk about any of his off-the-field stuff because it's all been kind of... I don't want to say swept under the rug. It's dumb. The whole thing is just dumb. But uh, he, uh, he... Leapt the length of a tall building. <laughs> yeah. I, so Pat Mahomes just throws one down the middle of the field, in between two defenders, and I don't know if you got to see the play, Alex. I didn't. When you get a second, check out our Twitter page because it's on there. Okay. Um, he he leapt like he he legitimately looked. I was I, telling AJ he could have jumped over Taco Fall, who's a seven foot five center for the Boston Celtics. Yeah. See, watching that play, I don't think I've ever
2: seen somebody jump that high. That,
1: Would that, that be the Twitter special. that is
2: at BB Football Pod? Yes. Yes. That that Twitter. Okay. Cheap, great. Cheap plug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: no, keep scrolling down because that was the the one handed interception. There it is. But. Uh, it was... So, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then not only did he get up and get the ball over two defenders. Jesus. Turned around, broke a tackle, and got into the end yeah. zone. Yeah. yeah, he did.
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: look like the strongest little man yeah. out
2: there. 5'10", jumped 8'12", or 8'10". Yeah, like... I almost said 8'12". And <laughs> that's 9 feet. Yeah.
1: Deshaun Watson was mad about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But all right, guys, that's gonna we're gonna go on and skedaddle out of news and injuries and move on to our week six cream of the crop and Flippity flops, as we make the transition to our sleeper app. If you do guys you, do, 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 not you. not even a sponsor, if you guys aren't on Sleeper, check them out. They are awesome. If you have a Dynasty League, there is Let's zero we, reason you should be on. We started, on, started on
2: ESPN. I'm on a league in Yahoo, and I wish like honestly not a sponsor. But ever since we switched to Sleeper. I do all my research and shit through Sleeper and yep. then, then do shit in my Yahoo League yeah, because yeah, it's I, so
0: much nicer. Their, their news and updates that they give you are top-notch. So check them out. All right, moving on to week six. Week six. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Quarterbacks, maybe. Number one, Deshaun Watson, 31.4 points, had 280 yards passing, 42 yards rushing, a passing touchdown, and got into the end zone twice on the ground. So I mean that's that's where his upside is. Honestly, uh, of course it is. Everyone knows that you're playing him, you're starting him, you're more not than even likely. Twice yeah, exactly.
2: Let's say, and then you know number number two,
0: Lamar Jackson. Who I believe is QB two on the year so far too. So
2: um, he yes, is. He is. Yeah, uh, thirty point 6- six. Uh, points, 236 in the air, 152 on the ground, and rushing touchdowns. First-ever
0: quarterback. I got the notification from ESPN. First-ever quarterback to throw for 200 yards in the NFL and rush for 150 yards. Really? In one game. Yep.
2: Say so he's, I mean, everybody's starting him. I, I was a little nervous in the beginning of the year for Lamar, thinking now everybody's got all this tape on him. Everybody's going to know he's going to run. But he's proven my doubts wrong, and he's still running all over everybody, running across the entire field, mm-hmm. and throwing the ball like crazy.
0: Yeah. Having super, I mean, like, super long
2: And they're accurate.
0: Re- read options where he just fakes it to Mark Ingram and then just dips to the outside and he's fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, they're looking dangerous in that in that backfield with him back there. Did
0: he wake up feeling dangerous? No. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Neither, that's okay. Wow. Ba- ba- Baker woke up feeling dangerous and apparently that was a lie. So... <laughs>
1: Dangerous to his own team. We, we can't We confer- de- We determined that, that was a lie. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Baker, if you're listening, we're not really yeah. trying to. I rip want into him you. to play
0: well! I want him to play well! <laughs> I want him to look like a starting cu- 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 quarterback, <laughs> quarterback for. <laughs> I almost made AJ spit out his drink. <laughs> I want him to look like a starting quarterback for the next 15 years. I It'd do. be nice. Yeah.
2: And maybe actually, you know, stop that stupid jersey trend we got. Living yeah.
0: in Ohio, it's hard to root against the Browns. They've always been the lovable losers. So I just yeah. I want them to look good. I uh, need
1: Baker to be good because, well, I have him in fantasy and I put a lot of stock in that, yeah. so come on, <laughs> Baker.
0: I didn't because I wasn't super high on where he was being drafted, but we'll eventually get into that once we roll around to next year and we get yep. to actually talk about draft positions and all that fun shit. Uh, but two out of our next three quarterbacks on this list, number three and number five, which well, I guess we'll lump them together real quick.
2: Were our QB starts of the week last week, so I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah, I I completely forgot. Like as was like paying attention to games, I forgot who I picked as my QB start. It was Matt Ryan, right? Yeah, because I picked him. Mar- yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I because for a split second I couldn't remember which one I picked, but I knew it was one of those two. We had that game covered. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Matt Ryan finished 356 yards through the air, uh, four passing touchdowns against that super squishy, squishy uh, Arizona Cardinals D. Uh, They missed an extra point at the end of the game. Matt, poor old Matt Bryant, which is weird because he's technically younger than Adam Vinatieri and looks a good 12 years older than (laughs) him. But, uh, yeah, I felt super bad for him because he just looked completely dejected when they missed the extra point to tie it and ended up losing the game because of it. But yeah, Matt Ryan looks great. He's a, I want to say a top 5 QB on the year.
1: Yeah.
0: He's so. number 5. He leads the league in yeah. touchdown passes. I think he's at 15, 16 yeah. like And that. and his first game this year without an interception. Mhm. Proud of you. Which I think he had a fumble, so. So do he we did. blame his
1: defense <laughs> for their losses or what do we do here? Yes, 100%. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> their their defense, That Dan, was, the That challenges. was a rhetorical yeah, question. Yeah,
0: Dan Dan Quinn took over their defensive play calling and they look worse. Which yeah. I don't understand because last year they had like Dion Jones and Keanu Neal and
1: all these guys out. He's haunted by the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, it's just Super, <laughs> super Bowl weird. hangover. Yeah. Three I, years later, I had the
0: Falcons bouncing back and winning the South this year, and I feel super dumb for saying that now. <laughs> but I mean, you call call them as you see them. You gotta right. stay water in football. I I made a bad choice there, and they just it's it's yeah it's great for their fantasy numbers. Because Matt Ryan is getting the ball all over the place, they have res- yeah. endless receivers between Jones and Sanu and uh, Calvin Ridley and shit. Even Austin Hooper this year. Oh, yeah, Hooper looks playing. great. Yeah. yeah, he's a top five tight end through the years already too. So, uh, and then the guy we skipped over. The number one quarterback in fantasy right now, my boy, Russell Wilson.
2: Russell Wilson, hey Seattle.
1: Yeah. I uh. So we we talked about trading him um, in actually the CWFL league. Yeah. Um. Sierra was like, well, let that me get an,
0: him. That was an oxymoron, by the way. Uh, what, it's Like whatever. saying ATM machine.
1: Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> um. And uh, Sierra was like, let me get Russ, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh I'm holding on to Russ. Yeah. You can have him. You which up, I mean you know what Dak Prescott I think is who yeah, I ended up. Initially I, I ended up. Getting, with getting, getting deck, deck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting deck, So, um, and he's looked great this year. And, uh, but I'm super happy. I've, you know, I've put a lot of stock in Russell Wilson as a player. I mean, he's looked phenomenal on the year. He had, he had, what, two weeks? No, not even two weeks. One week, week four against Arizona. Uh, where Which they were just bad. super run heavy because yeah, they, they were up. So, in and, and
0: game scripts where they're going to be up against bad teams, keep that in mind with Russell Wilson mm-hmm. because Russell Wilson, I, I almost do it every time. <laughs> but, uh, they might just run the shit out of the ball that game so keep in As mind they if, yeah you might have to flex somebody in during those weeks where they're playing the Arizonas or if they I haven't looked yeah. at their schedule but if they play just a really bad team just keep mm-hmm. that in mind but usually for whatever reason all of Seattle's games are super close yeah. so uh, yeah I mean, Atlanta in a couple of weeks there probably be another one yeah cuz well no I think every they're going to be throwing the ball like crazy just to outpace them uh, yeah, yeah
1: and
2: I I think Matt Ryan's going to be able to keep up so but you know going going into russell's stats he had 295 in the air 31 on the ground two passing touchdowns one rushing touchdown which i i think he's had a, has he had a rushing touchdown in every game so far
1: this year i think so yeah
2: has he i want to say so
0: well not in the cardinals game for sure
2: let's see here no not every game he's only yeah. had 3 on the year
0: Okay, so, but yeah, he's. I it mean, seems like he's had one. He's two great. against New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, he's he's great. You're gonna you're gonna be starting him every, yeah. almost every week, I would imagine, uh, especially if he's QB one. Even even in those matchups where they might be running the ball, you're still gonna play him. Yeah, so I mean, see, look how much you don't bench
2: a, Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, look how much of a lead Cleveland had and in that game, I'll, and then he brought them back.
0: I'll personally admit I was wrong in him on the, on the beginning of this, or wrong on him at the beginning of the season because I wasn't big on drafting him mm-hmm. because if you guys know his uh-huh. his touchdown percentage is. A ridiculous amount higher than every the national average in the yep. league. So it I didn't think that was sustainable, but somehow Russ can throw the ball twenty-three times a game and still end up with four touchdowns. Yeah. So it's something that looks sustainable for him because he's so ridiculously hyper accurate and honestly, I believe throws the best deep ball in the oh, league. It's so pretty. It's such it's just he <laughs> it rainbows the shit yeah. out of it and it's it's gorgeous. But uh alright, guys, that's gonna move us on to number six for the week. Kirk Cousins, almost my start of the week. I ended up going with Kyler Murray, which worked out in my favor. I will
2: say I'm glad I moved him up. Into my, By not, not .5 points. because I had a bye on Josh Allen, sure. but I'm glad I would have made the move to start him anyway mm-hmm. because they see the Minnesota seems to be going to a more pass offense. We'll, t- we'll talk about that in, yeah, in our yeah.
0: champ or chance because so. I, I have a very big take on that. But uh, 333 yards through the air against the statistically worst passing defense in the league of the in Eagles. Philly. Yep. This makes me super happy to see that. <laughs> but uh, four passing touchdowns and would not stop throwing the ball to Diggs deep.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Ever, I think... And that was my wide receiver start of the week, but yeah. we'll cover that once we get there because he's, he's the top receiver. Uh, Baker Mayfield did finish with 22.5 points. Mm-hmm. So fantasy-wise, he was relevant. He was helped by a rushing touchdown and running the ball a bit. And I don't know if you... I'm sure you... Were you watching the game? I caught
2: bits and pieces. Yeah,
0: I... Uh, the Red Sea just parted. It was man that coverage. Yeah. yeah. And, and,
2: and like, the one guy, he just, like, he, he was paying attention to his receiver, you know, playing the coverage good, and turned around, His Baker's like, oh, hey, I'm already well, here. Well, he, he
0: had to make a choice. If he would have ran up on Baker, Baker would have just lobbed it over yeah. him, and he would have thrown for a touchdown. Yeah. And luckily, for fantasy purposes, he, he ran for it. Yeah. <laughs> <in> on <laughs> Alex's bench. Yeah. It was so great. Can you blame him? No. <laughs> Baker's been awful in fantasy Which, this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, number eight, Carson Wentz. They were throwing the ball, trying to catch up to the Vikings all day. Three hundred six passing yards, uh, chipped in with twenty three rushing yards and two passing touchdowns. Uh, did throw a gnarly pick in the game.
2: Let's so. say. T- let's just also mention that Tom Tom Brady had no passing touchdowns, but he did rush in for two. Yeah, he ran for two touchdowns. Yeah, he looked good.
0: <laughs> I love
1: Tom Brady.
2: <laughs> up up until the Jets
0: throttled the Cowboys. Uh, uh, fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. But uh, no, I'm still waiting on it. We're gonna hold off for a little bit.
1: Maybe <laughs> tirade, after we get out tirade, of this tirade. segment. Tirade. But uh,
0: yeah he he had more rushing touchdowns on the season three than the Jets had touchdowns overall mm-hmm. yeah. before the Jets played the Cowboys. Say, so that was just super before funny to before
2: me. Sam Darnold came in. Which yeah, after Sam after Darnold kissing everybody. Yeah,
0: Sam Darnold came back from mono, making out with hot chicks. I'm sure. He uh, with the swoopy hair. he, I, Every time they show him, I swear to God, you see him running his hands, yeah, he's just through, always. His hands through his hair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he looks like he could be a viable option, especially against weaker. He plays he plays the Dolphins
2: twice, so yeah. see, <laughs> so, pay attention to that matchup and make sure you pick him up in your league if you don't have him for those streaming games.
0: Yep. Uh, so yeah, Sam Darnold ended up finishing in the top ten. So just yeah, keep so an eye out. He had
2: three thirty eight in the air and. Two t- and two touchdowns. So Number one, I'm going to talk about him because he was like
0: my, my, one of and, my guys of the
2: year. We're moving out of the running backs.
0: Yeah, running backs. James Conner finished number one for the week, 30.9 points on 50% of the snaps. Now, I know he did go down with an injury late, mm-hmm. but Benny Snell was in this game a lot, and he still had only 41 yards rushing but 78 yards receiving. As long as Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph, which it's going to be one of those two guys, yeah. it has to be because Ben's out for the season. He's going to be getting worked into the passing game a lot, especially the next couple months where Benny Snell's more of a downhill runner and not getting super involved in the passing game. I James Conner led their team in receiving yards, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Because, uh, yeah, Devlin Hodges only had like 160 yards passing. Yeah, he didn't throw a lot. Yeah. Uh, But finished with 78 yards receiving, had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown, and he was breaking tackles yeah <laughs> and i was so happy to see that and i know the chargers d is decimated with injuries right now but it's still nice to see james Conner out there breaking tackles and i i think he's going to be a viable starter i know people were getting to the point where they think thinking about benching him
2: but i say that he got a bounce back yeah he hopefully had a, he had a bounce
0: back last week and he had a full running back one this week so yeah hopefully
2: he can continue that hopefully this quad doesn't slow him down too much and it's not something that you know really nags on him the rest of the season. Yep. Uh, number two, you had David Johnson out of Arizona playing against Atlanta. Uh, Twenty-eight point two points out there for seventy-five percent of the snaps. Only thirty-four yards on the ground, uh, sixty-eight in the air. Like Connor, he also had a rushing and a receiving touchdown. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really get to see a whole lot of that game, so I'm not sure how he looked. right. No,
0: he he still looked good for having back issues all throughout the week because he was was questionable. I think he was a game-time decision, I believe. And, uh, I mean, still got 75% of the snaps, which was big because everyone that I know was picking up Chase Edmonds, including myself, in case he didn't play. So, I mean, he he looked great, especially for having back issues, and he's, you know, most people's number one running back on their team. So Mm -hmm. he's going to be starting for you every week. Same thing with this next guy. I'll let you talk about him. Nick
2: Chubb. As I as I've nicknamed him in our league, the full chub, mm-hmm. uh, twenty seven point nine points, hundred.
0: Scared when Kareem Hunt comes back because yeah, he's going to be
2: super nervous about that. that.
0: He's going to only be like three quarters Chubb or half Chubb. <laughs> no Chubb. Yeah.
2: Don't, don't you shush. Yeah. He'll uh, he'll still be Chubb. Yeah. He'll so still be, chub.
0: There'll still be some blood flow.
2: <laughs> so he had one hundred and twenty two yards rushing and seventeen receiving with two rushing touchdowns. I think that one rush he had was what eighty-two yards. No, he had a fifty-two yards. Was it fifty-two? Yeah. yeah Say, but I mean, he looked good. broke through the broke through the line, almost outran those safeties. Yeah, he's almost. He's faster there. than people give him yeah, credit so for. Yeah, so he's a short, stocky little guy, but mm-hmm. he he made he had them little legs. He's legs are moving real thick. Thick with two C's. <laughs> yeah. Thick.
0: Uh, number four, we actually got a, a really good bounce back. I know Alex is happy about this. I don't actually. You know what?
1: If you want to go ahead and talk about him. Finally, yeah, Devonta Freeman. Thank you, Devonta. <laughs> uh, Don't you wanna? He's finally, finally doing things for me. I uh, I was pretty impressed with him. Um, he was on the field a lot in this Did game. He? I will say seventy-two percent of the snaps. Yeah, um, eighty-eight rush yards, thirty receiving yards, two touchdowns. Through the um, air, yeah, through the air. So like, no rushing touchdowns, but 100 percent catch rate. Yeah, and that made me so excited because early this year he's looked awful, and they haven't the ball.
0: they haven't been they, early on. They weren't getting him involved in the passing game, right. and I didn't understand why because I don't think Ido Smith is very good personally, and Devonta Freeman. I know he's for running backs getting up there. I want to say he's what 27, um, uh, 26, 27, yeah, 27. Yeah. But yeah, I mean he's. They he, they signed him for big money. Mm-hmm. He needs to be he needs to play big money running back snaps. He needs to be out on the field more because I I personally believe in his talent and I think we're finally starting to kind of see him get back from all those injuries he had the last. Two well, years. I was gonna
1: say the last couple of years he's been so riddled with injuries. I mean, last year he was out for the entire what second half of the year just recovering, and it's mm-hmm. just it's been awful. As a fantasy owner, it's been awful because I made a trade for him last year. Um, because from, he, yeah, because we he, have a dynasty league, yeah. and he was out, so yeah. he was dirt cheap. So you know, I made a trade for him. You know, some wide receiver three. The guy gave gave him to me, and I'm like, I just got an RB one, mm-hmm. and I was super excited about it. And he hasn't really shown RB one talent yep. except until the what the last two weeks. Like last week, he had like 19 points. Yeah, this he was. Week he yeah, he was. He was a good start last 26. week. He was. He yeah. had a boom game this week for sure. Yeah, so I'm. I don't expect 26.8 points every single week from him. But if I could get 15 to 20 points a week from him, I'll be happy with that. I think, you know, he's got the talent. He runs really well. I mean, he's he, So Yeah, he's, he's smooth. one of those
0: guys that, like like Marlon Mack, who's just a
1: violent runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, he, he chugs. <laughs> he chugs. But the, the other thing I've noticed, like, his motion on the field is so fluid. It's not like, I'm just going to punch you with it. No, it's very like, oh, zip, 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 go. Like yeah. it's just, He's so good.
0: Uh, quick side note, we're from the Midwest, how many chuggas before a choo-choo? Four.
2: It's two. Four. Really? Yes.
0: No. Okay, I'm gonna blow your guys' minds here. It's chugga chugga-choo-choo. It's eight. Chugga Who chugga chugga-chugga chugga-chugga chugga choo-choo. you gotta have that build-up, bro. Who the fuck does eight? <laughs> I've done that since I was a little kid. No, it's always been two. I, I shame you not. Three at the top end. So we got we got a two, a four, and then fuck six. I'm at eight. <laughs> But, all right, guys, a little sidetrack. Stay on target. Stay, Stay on, on target. target. <laughs> uh, a boom week, finally, for Zeke. I know he had a 20-point week uh, earlier this season, but Zeke finally got on the board with 26.2 points in that fucking loss. Fucking embarrassing <laughs> to the Jets. 105 yards rushing, 47 yards, and that game script-wise is exactly where the, he should be at for the Cowboys to win. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, nice. you know what? Fuck it. We're going to get into it for a second. Okay. So Proceed. the last two weeks the Cowboys have had this big issue where they just fucking suck in the first half. They they are just on their knees, like, five dollars, please. <laughs> and it just it's just so unbelievably hard for me to watch. And I, I'm a diehard fan. I'm one of those guys that screams at his T V when when shit doesn't go my way. <laughs> so it it just it was so Unbelievably embarrassing for me to watch that game, them to blow the two point conversion at the end, and really not to show a whole lot of fucking hustle at the on the onside kick at the end. Mm-hmm. So it just that's my little piece. I kept it short. I kept it under a minute. So I'm proud of you. As I expected it mean, was impressive. Yeah. Right I I blew I blew my gasket yesterday and scared the crap out of all the girls at home, <laughs> <laughs> my wife and my daughters, and I had to let them know like. Girls. Daddy's not mad at you. <laughs> it's just football. It's not you. I it's love football. You, yeah, and no, they gonna learn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just it's it was unbelievably frustrating for me.
1: So are the girls gonna be Patriots fans or Cowboys fans?
0: I don't know. We're trying to split them. <laughs> We're, we'll we'll see eventually. You take
1: Scarlett. She takes Violet. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that makes the most sense. Scarlett yeah.
0: was two weeks old when she got pictures done in Patriots stuff. So. Oh, she did yeah. you dirty. She got
2: She had to get early. She did. She really did.
0: I got her to wear a villain onesie.
2: Villain. Yeah. <laughs> That's not football related, though. I know.
0: I'm trying to nerd her out. <laughs> and then uh, number six, we got Chris Carson, twenty-five point nine points. Speaking of violent runners, God, <laughs> yeah. And it was nice to see because he got eighty percent of the snaps. I take a penny, leave a penny, because. I am not I'm not big on Rashad no I'm not I don't yeah. think
2: he's gonna come back and get any kind of workload with the way that Chris and Carson it was, it? I can't,
1: Bye. was he a, <laughs> was
2: he a first round
1: pick uh, I I want to say he was second round like yeah. early second round if not a first round he's definitely early second round but
0: uh Chris Carson looks amazing mm-hmm. yeah a, and he was a fourth or fifth round pick. yeah Chris Carson and was he's just phenomenal. such a violent runner they they're getting him more involved in the passing game four receptions for thirty five yards rushed for 124 yards and a rushing touchdown. As we mentioned before, that Browns D, if you have running backs going up against them, they're viable starts because their run D hasn't been great. Patriots
1: running backs are going to feast in two weeks. Yeah,
0: hopefully, because Sony looks off this year. We could talk
1: about that later. Yeah, I'm sure he'll show up in the busts.
0: Or no, he didn't I can't remember. He had a decent week this week. He had like 13 points, didn't he? Yeah, James yeah.
1: White still outscored him by like .2 points, but James White got all of his points in receiving. Yeah, James White's touchdown thing. got called back. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. And then Brandon Bolden vultures two of them.
2: <laughs> now, we're going to talk about this guy. I'm about to say, not, not the Green Bay running back you're expecting us to talk yeah, about. Yeah,
0: super frustrating, because if Sierra had started this running back, instead of the one that they should be starting... Uh, because he had a couple flub ups and they yep. kept him on the sideline most of the game. Aaron Jones, uh, Jamal Williams came out with twenty three point six points, uh, busted a super long run against against the Lions D. Yep. Had one hundred four yards rushing, thirty two yards receiving, and a receiving touchdown on a little did you a, see on a little
2: tap pass. Yeah, see that that was so pretty. Like he looked so good in that game too, because. They, what they did with him is what you're expecting out of Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. 100%. Aaron Jones could have had so many more points had he not flubbed that pass down, downfield. Yeah, he
0: had know. he had a, a, it was a route in his hands. down the seam, completely blew by the linebacker yep. or safety or whoever was covering mm-hmm. him, and just dropped it. Yep. And that's that was a the theme of this week, it seems like, because Mike Evans had a couple. Uh, who was the other person we were talking about before the show that had uh, Will Fuller? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had all Will the Ford. air yards again.
1: This week and just drop them. There's yeah. just something with the Texans receivers. Just Will Fuller looked bad. Um, DeAndre Hopkins continues, continues to look bad. Just, God, just It's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> like checks. as a fantasy owner, like, and I know I've texted you about this. It's a. Uh, it's so frustrating watching these players, these top end, high like, end players. I, I have play Hopkins like middling players
2: in my pay league. And like, I keep thinking about sitting him because I have Curtis Samuel on the bench. Continuously doing pretty all right and outscoring Hopkins, but I n- I don't want to pull Hop because I know the second I do, it's going to be that week he finally goes off. Yeah, yep. and yep. it's
0: but, it's it's tough for the guy that b- before this season started, I perceived as the top wide receiver in the NFL. So it's just weird to think that you might have to sit him. I yeah, could, I, yeah.
1: Until like, you until you see to, it, yeah. Until you see it again. The fact that I'm willing to look at starting Terry McLaren over. DeAndre Hopkins, that's consistently yeah. a rookie or DJ Shark, right? Like these guys. Sure, he that had came one bad week, but like, yeah. he's, he's, he's he's a top, he's a top
0: twelve wide receiver on yeah, like, the year.
1: It's like Hopkins is what fourteen. Uh, I saw a stat earlier. Hopkins is on the season number fourteen. Uh, rookie Terry McLaren mm-hmm. is thirteen overall. Yeah, yeah. as a
0: rookie, mm-hmm. and like, you don't you don't see that often from rookie wide receivers.
1: And this is DeAndre Hopkins, who did not drop a pass. All season last yeah. year, and he just, all season he looked just the.
0: It's not even so much that he looks off. The connection between him and Deshaun Watson really looks off too, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's most concerning to me is just that that connection that they had through Deshaun Watson's first two years. He just it's just fallen off a cliff.
2: I say because in my, my Yahoo league is non PPR. Mm-hmm. He got me like six points. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Nuke Hopkins looking like you might have to nuke him out of your starting line. Yeah, he's
2: go- he's getting dropped for Curtis Andyline for the bye. 100%. That's disgusting. To well, think not dropped. Him. Sorry. Don't well, misconstrue that. Do not s- drop DeAndre Hopkins no, I'm in any I'm going to put him on my bench. That's- and then,
0: uh, so anyways, yeah, number eight, uh, Christian McCaffrey, the number one fantasy point getter so far this year by like 20 points. Uh, came up with 21.7. On the ground, he looked pretty rough, but the Bucks D's been super stout against the run this year. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't surprise me. But he still found a way on four receptions and 26 yards to get in the end zone twice, once on the ground and once through the air. Yeah,
2: so he, he's one of those guys you're starting every week because he's so consistent.
0: He put this dude on spin cycle on that receiving touchdown he Didn't had, see that one. And he, oh, my God, he juked a dude out of his shoes. He did the one leg sticks in the ground and the other one slips out from underneath him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Probably yeah.
2: pulled a groin in the process of missing the tackle.
0: And because they were throwing the ball so much, Miles Sanders ends up in the top ten, which I'm sure he wasn't on a – unless he was in a super deep league on, on your, in your lineup, I he was more than likely in everybody's
1: say, I Did you start bench. him, Alex? Um, did I, don't, I? I don't remember if you did or not. I don't remember if I did or not either.
0: According to your point, point total, I doubt it. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. kidding. You put up points this week. I, I,
1: yeah, 182 <laughs> yeah. points I this week. Like it's not up. bad. Um, you did not. I did not know, but yeah. I mean, that's my point. It,
0: even in a deep league like ours, he was on your bench for a reason. Yeah, because their their no, running absolutely. back situation. Jordan Howard looked like the more startable guy. Which I don't. I don't know where he finished. If <laughs> one of you guys want to take a look, but yeah. I mean, he he looked amazing. He had a couple deep catches. Mm-hmm. Uh, only had uh, three rushes for six yards. Only on the field for twenty nine percent. I'm saying don't chase the points on this one.
1: Nope. Yeah, I'm, no, I want to see more consistency out of him before I... And even then, I'm probably going to throw him in a flex spot more than anything else. Cause yeah. I don't, like, I mean... I mean, unless he's, like, on a Thursday night game where you're going to oh, want to... Sure.
0: Always put any
1: any early games... So if always like put early, him in the spot.
0: Yeah, always put him in the designated spot so that way you have more flex ability with your other people.
1: Like, if, you, if you've got guys like Philip Lindsay or Devonta Freeman you, or Marlon Mack, mm-hmm. you know, even Devin Singletary, I would probably start... Before starting Miles Sanders, yeah, no, there's a
0: ton. There's I could probably list thirty to. But 35 I mean, that's just looking at my yeah. own roster. It's yeah.
1: like, those guys I would I trust more than I trust Miles Sanders. Now, like you said, don't chase the points. But if Miles Sanders can start showing that consistency, then there's I value there. Starting, yeah,
0: yeah. And then rounding out the top ten, we got Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's he's going to be a running back one this year. It looks he's, like he's just playing so consistently he's, he's yeah, again with the violent runners. He's he's a super big dude. Yep. Let me see here. Six foot, 240 pounds.
1: Yeah, he's a 10. <laughs> yeah, and the scary massive. part is
0: they're getting him involved in the passing game. Had six receptions for 46 yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those points add up and help move him in from a high-end RB2 or to like, or like a middling RB2 mm, a into a low-end RB1 or a mid-tier RB1. Yeah. So as long as he can stay healthy and not try to knock anybody out on the season, <laughs> he'll be in your lineup. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I did not realize how much how much more uh, Diggs scored than everybody else. Every does. other
0: wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. Other, every other fantasy player this week. He had 43.5 points. The next highest was Deshaun Watson. At 30. At 31. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. But, yeah, I mean, he was, like I said, uh, Kirk Cousins. I knew the second. Y- you called it last the week. The second squeaky wheel on that piece of shit Kroger cart <laughs> <laughs> was going to get the grease, and it did. Uh, but he, seven receptions, uh, for 167 yards, three touchdowns mm-hmm. on 11 targets. Uh, they were looking his way. I don't expect this every week, and this no. is going to kind of get me into. Well, no, we'll talk about that, uh, once That's we get on the champer chance. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, Alex, go ahead, because you were super high on him, number two. I've been high on him since the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's thanks to a friend of mine uh, named Kelby, who's been just absolutely like he. My friend Kelby, you have to understand, is very much about his rookies. Like, oh, this rookie's going to be great. I've yet to see him be wrong. So I just, at this point, trust him in my other leagues because he's already snatched him up in yeah. those <laughs> leagues. Um, but Terry McLaren, is, uh, he had another monster week, um, four catches, just four catches. For 100 yards, uh, two touchdowns, uh, targeted seven times. Which is great. Like, for, you know, for a, for a guy, rookie,
0: yeah. Yeah, for a guy who could finish as a top 15 wide receiver. Like, seven targets isn't amazing, but it's, right. it's still really but, good.
1: But when he's pulling them in and, like, mm-hmm. they're deep targets, he's averaging 25 yards a catch yeah. uh, in that game. Like, that's insane. Like, so I, I, I've had my issues with starting him because – I got nervous because he had one bad week. Well, he was also also injured. He was also injured. I got nervous and I and I didn't trust my gut and I benched him. But
0: it's the fucking dolphins, bro. Right,
1: (laughs) but but that was the other thing is like who's trying to tank more? Who wants to suck worse? Who's trying to get Tua? Who's trying to get Chase Daniels? Almost
0: real quick, there was almost almost some fifth magic because he came in in the second half. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Led them back, got a touchdown. They could have kicked the extra point to to win it and to tie it. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. they could have kicked the extra point to tie it. They went, went for two. They went for two and just completely flubbed up the... Yeah. They tried to throw a... A, a what, lateral. What, well, no, what amounted to a wide receiver screen, but they had... Yeah. They had uh, Kenyon Drake out yeah. there. And he just dropped <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, that's... Just, just th-. hit him in the hands. I was even excited. I was like, I don't give a shit about the Dolphins at all. And I'm like, Fitz magic, yes. You <laughs> oh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> That, no, that makes sense for how their game would end. Yeah,
1: I think though, like in, in for Brian, the rest of the year, if you Brian have Flores, told him to drop it. <laughs> if you have Terry McLaren, you can trust him. Yeah, like I think he's you know, I, again, I didn't trust my gut. He played against the Patriots last week, and I I got that made me nervous. So I'm like, uh, he's, he's a rookie. You if know? he's yeah. healthy
0: throughout the year, and this isn't a hot take. He's gonna finish at least as a wide receiver too. Yeah, so I mean, he should
1: be in your lineup. He's had one game but see, if, below at seventeen at least, points, especially at least in a flex spot. Yeah,
0: especially, and and like I said, it's putting him in whatever position. But you know what I mean. It's yeah. Uh, he's he's gonna finish as a, at least a wide receiver too. So he should be in your lineup. And keep in mind, as long as Case Keenum's the quarterback. Yeah. If Case Keenum's still throwing the ball there, mm-hmm. he loves Terry McLaurin. Or uh, McLaren, or however the hell you
1: say it. I want to. I want to point out something. We talked about Stephon Diggs a minute ago. Um, Scary Terry, as I call him, yeah, is a uh, on the season a better wide receiver. Scary Stephon Terry, Digg-ing. bitch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh but, yeah, because this is the first week well, Stephon like Diggs has don't, really done does, anything. Well, this, second week. That's this the second is really, week really only anything.
2: like the second week Kirk Cousins has been allowed to throw the ball consistently too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because Stephon Diggs had a 14.8 outing earlier in the year, but fucking 43 and a half. That's I'm like really high on these the young
1: receivers. I think, you know, now that we're in a pass-heavy league, these young receivers are going to really start to emerge. You know, you've got guys like Chris Godwin, Terry McLaren. You know, mm-hmm. you've got all these young guys, DJ uh, Moore for mm-hmm. Carolina. They're just all so talented. Yep. And because it's such a pass-heavy, protect-the-quarterback league, you're going to start to see them just kind of blow up even more. And yeah, I'm really excited awesome. to see
0: that. So. Speaking of young receivers, you're going to be starting him every week now. He's, mm-hmm. he's a wide receiver one. Always. Chris yeah. Uh looks amazing. He's Winston's favorite target. Didn't even get into the end zone. End zone. Why did my voice drop so low? <laughs> that was like the opposite of puberty. <laughs> Whoa. Extra puberty. Yeah, extra puberty. Uh, but, yeah, Ten receptions for 151 yards mm-hmm. on 12 targets,
1: which is stupid. Like I said,
0: he's the Larry Fitzgerald of this Bruce Arians offense. Mm-hmm. He's is, he is the slot guy. He runs most of his routes out of the slot, and Jameis Winston needs a security blanket, and he's got one yep. now. Um, but here here was the stat that I got I got off of, I believe Twitter earlier. Uh, he is he's up to 660 yards. Let me double check. Yeah, 660 yards through six games, right? And he's 23. There are three other receivers in NFL history who've gotten over 660 yards um, in six games under the age of 23. Jerry Rice in 1986. uh, Who was the other one? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins in 2013, I want to say. Or 2014, 2015 maybe. 2015. Yeah, 2015 makes right. more sense, yeah, because yeah, he's 20. He's 27 or 28 now. Right. So, 2015. And then, uh, God damn it, I can't think of that Lions receiver who was really good back then. Calvin the, Johnson? No, no, no. That's what I was thinking. 1990. Oh. Yeah. Um, With our football minds combined, we can think of his right. name. Right. Yeah, we'll say uh, exactly. To is Google it, we go. Is it Herman Moore? Ooh. Uh, I think it was Herman Moore. Um, but, yeah, those three names are great players that – Hopkins waiting to see, but – should end up in the Hall of Fame someday, so I will wait and see with Chris Godwin. Uh,
1: will and uh, again
0: see if Jameis ends up on the team at the end of the year.
1: But uh, Herman th- Moore was the big yeah. Before there was Megatron, there was the indomitable Herman Moore. Yep. So yes, mainstay. Super, super mainstay happy of the I 90s. thought of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, but uh, yeah, Chris Godwin's great. You're starting him. You're playing him, and then bounce back week. For Ty-
2: well, I wouldn't say bounce back. Well, bounce like, back from his injury. From his injury, yeah. yeah. No, so welcome he, back. Yeah, yeah, it's a welcome back game for Tyreek Hill, who finished with twenty five points, five receptions for eight, 80 yards and two uh, two receiving touchdowns. Words are hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you got this, th- including that I just jumped forty seven feet into the air. Play of the week,
0: and this is this is getting him reacclimated to the offense. He was on this on the field for fifty percent of snaps.
2: Yeah, that th- and that was just him kind of. There was like a warm-up game, per se. Yeah. So, now that he's you know running, he knows what he can get away with. He knows his his limits with his injury and, and all that stuff. I think next week... Uh, who do they have next week?
0: Uh, they play Thursday night. I know that. Against the Broncos. Yeah. In Denver.
2: And I, I'm sure he'll go off. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. He's going to be getting shadowed by Chris Harris. And there's been statistical things. Uh, the, is it Matt Harmon from Reception Perception? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has come out with the statistical numbers uh of Chris Harris has been the greatest cover corner uh, in our lifetime just numbers wise yeah just mm-hmm. numbers wise and I'm, that blows my mind cuz he he shadows most guys in the slot and Tyreek runs a lot of his stuff out yeah. of the slot so i think you'll see Chris Harris against him so temper expectations a little bit with Tyreek cuz he's still coming back from that shoulder injury yeah but i i still you're going to start him and play him every oh, week yeah, yeah, yeah no you're so, not going to bench him yeah at all. you're not going to bench him i'm just saying Ray, keep pulling the reins a little bit on him next yeah. week, and point expectation of Chris Harris as uh, Chris Harris Jr.
1: I think it'll be him. really interesting. Uh, I mean, Denver—they're not—they're really good against receivers. Yeah, they're. Well, I was going to say in general, like their record doesn't show actually how good that team is. Well, even with mediocre Joe Flacco. They,
0: well, they had two games where they got kind of dicked over at the mm-hmm. end of the game, where like. Did they get the timeout in time against the Bears yeah. and all that all that shit? And then where Joe Flacco leads him down and scores a touchdown to take the lead, and mm-hmm. then there's a little over a minute left on the clock, the other team comes back and kicks a field
1: goal and wins it. And yep. that's, that's happened no, to them I've twice. Been, I've been that's impressed the difference between Denver. So yeah,
0: two far. and four and four and
1: two. So yeah. No, Denver doesn't look bad this year, and I think that defense is what's keeping them in game. It's not the offense. I mean, yeah. God, no, it's not the And that the definitely offense.
0: explains the spread later, which we'll talk about once we get to primetime pies. It's not very, not very high, uh, but yeah. Here's this next one is a little rough for me because it's it's Curtis Samuel finished number five on the week, four receptions for seventy yards and a touchdown on only six targets. You don't see Kyle Allen taking a lot of shots downfield, and my big thing is. Who do you start between Curtis Samuel or DJ Moore? I mean, if you, more than likely you have one or the other, yeah, one, one or both. That.
2: You're not gonna have both. Um, but it's it's tough. It's tough to say. Must say, I didn't start Samuel this week. Yeah, it's tough because to see which one. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, this was the week he puts up twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> so almost hey, twenty four. Yeah, you I won. still won. You're fine. <laughs> I could have won Greedy. by more. Damn it.
0: Uh, Alshon Jeffrey coming in at number six. uh, Looking like the number... On your bench. On my bench. Looking like the number one receiver for the
1: Eagles. And like I said, they were super pass-happy in this game trying to catch up. Yep. (laughs) It's going to be their tale, I think, for the rest of the season. They're just going to be constantly trying to play catch-up. And so you're going to see him targeted a lot. He He was targeted 12 times. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, the defense is atrocious. I mean, he was targeted 12 times this game. 10 catches, 76 yards, and a score. Like... He's going to be that primary, that go-to guy. I mean, you know, they talked about Nelson Aguilar a couple weeks ago, like, Filling in that role until everybody got healthy. Yeah, yeah. And now the he's s- non-existent.
0: This, yeah, the second, yeah, stop trying to trade people him. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I Was hoping Chad would take the bait, but hey, ever since Alshon Jeffrey came back, Aguilar hasn't done shit. No, no, and he absolutely has. Most of the targets, I you see more targets going to Mac Hollins. Yeah, which, which is was super a, weird. A special teamer before the season started, yeah. so it's super weird. Once, you, especially once you see Deshaun Jackson come back, I think
1: it's going to open up their offense a lot more. No trade is a bad trade if both parties agree. <laughs> that's <laughs> why that's agreed. why we
0: we don't have, I say that's why we don't have uh, trade holds in our league. I hate those with a yeah. passion. But uh number 7 against the Cowboys, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> 5 catches for 125 yards and a touchdown is super deep 92-yard touchdown that catch. That
2: pass was so pretty though. It was gorgeous. It, it was yeah. and
0: it shows that the connection between him and Darnold. Put my bias aside f- from the game. <laughs> Because I can do that. Uh, is he looks great? He looks like he's got a connection with Darnold, and yep. it's it's super awesome. I think he's going to be a flex option throughout the year. Um, he's going to have those bust games because he's such a, a, a deep threat. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a, really big on a, a lot of those underneath routes for Sam. That's mm-hmm. going to go a lot to Jamison Crowder, who yes. finished pretty, not pretty so high far as well. Back,
2: yeah, uh, where is he at? Nineteenth.
0: Yeah, fifteen point eight points. He's a PPR machine. Six six catches on ninety eight yards. But uh, yeah, he's gonna be their checkdown guy, and Robbie Anderson. Once they lull the defense asleep with a bit of the running game with Lev Bell, I think that's where you're gonna see a yep. play action. Was the longest longest passing touchdown in Jets history, I believe, or longest receiving touchdown? So well, like, it would be the same. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the longest passing play for
2: a touchdown in Jets history. So. Yeah. And say number eight, uh, another guy on my bench. <laughs> I left a lot of points on my bench. You really did. You, you missed yeah. one there though. I did
0: because you said number eight. Who who did it? Golden Tate.
2: There you go. Number eight was Golden Tate. Oh shit! <laughs> <up. laughs> but he had twenty two opportunities. Six six receptions and one hundred and two yards with one touchdown. Scroll over. I d- I looked up, they still lost, but he actually did look good against the New England defense. First no, receiving touchdown did. against
0: the Patriots all year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't, yeah.
2: he he broke tackles. He looked
0: yeah.
1: great. Um, Welcome back, Golden Tate. Right? <laughs>
0: especially especially with Evan Ingram out, we don't know how long he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. He's their checkdown guy. Yep. He's going to be 100%. the target machine. Yeah, I uh, I know Sterling Sterling Shepard was out too.
2: Mm-hmm. He's gonna yeah. They are missing a lot. of
1: Wayne pieces
0: Gallman was that. out and Saquon Barkley was out, but I. Once you see Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley come back in, I think you'll see him drop. Dip down. Yeah. But
2: for right now, he's one of their only options. The so he has to be there. He has to be guy. Yeah,
0: when Cody Latimer is like their, oh. their main outside receiver.
1: <laughs> he's running slow, slow. Guys, I'm getting there.
0: <laughs> uh, Mike Evans finished at number nine. Despite Just... his drops. God, dude, it was so painful to watch. He had so many... We're plays that he's
2: made earlier this season. He was targeted 17 times in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it came <laughs> down with nine, nine for 96 yards and still came up with 20 points. Uh, yeah. 20.6 points. And Sierra was super salty about it. He had a two point conversion. That's what put him over the 20 point mark.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they, they targeted Godwin, went through his hands and Mike Evans was just there to catch Whoa. it. <laughs> and she was so mad because she knew I had Mike Evans and I was like, Oh fuck. Yes.
2: <laughs> just Ooh, football.
1: And uh, checking in at number ten, Oh, uh, my boy, and the, the this squirrel. Is, this is uh, one of the two top ten receivers that I started. The third one being Alshon Jeffrey, who again on my bench probably would have won me the game. Um, Potentially, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, uh, the fact that I didn't realize I had three of the top ten receivers you, this week that kind of blew my yeah, mind. Yeah,
2: so you and I left a lot of points. The we bench did. We really lost. did. I did. Uh, Start six
1: decisions, man. Um, you should listen to our show more. I am right. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean he had you know nine catches, 113 yards, no touchdowns, still put up 20 points. I mean it's Julian Edelman targeted 15 times, PPR Um, machine. I mean he's he's their checkdown guy. I mean you were talking about that you know with Golden Tate a minute ago, like
0: and he is by far the most comfortable with Tom. Oh, a hundred percent of all that, the receivers you guys have.
1: Well, and that so like, and that was my dilemma earlier this week. It's like, you know, I think that, you know, uh, Josh Gordon could have a few long, you know, maybe a long touchdown, yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I'm really high on Josh Gordon <laughs> as you're
2: wearing his, yeah, as, as I'm jersey. wearing his Jersey. <laughs>
1: um, but Julian Edelman, it, I can't not start him ever. like, even if he's got a broken leg, I'm probably going to start Julian Edelman because he's, he's going to find a he's way to catch the ball. enough to still be on the field. He came into this game with bruised ribs. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he came into this game with bruised ribs. He's, I mean, the guy's just, he's nuts. He, he, squirrel, as everybody calls he him. He just, just loves football. Which, real quick. Give no, me the ball.
0: You'll love this. I want to touch on it. Gronk made his debut on Fox. Yes, he did. And he had a whole monologue <laughs> about yes, Julian Edelman. It. Talking about how he got the nickname the squirrel because he's like he's he's so small fantastic. and he's quick and he's adorable and he's, he's hairy yeah he's super hairy <laughs> <laughs> or, or I think he's yeah. fuzzy fuzzy yeah yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> No, and it, that was that was. I mean, you and you can tell how much like respect Gronk has for him yeah. as a player. But like other NFL players, respect him so much. He can catch in traffic. He can catch on his back. He can catch between legs. As he can, we saw in yeah. Super Bowl Fifty One. Yeah. yeah. He can win Super Bowl MVPs. Like I mean, he's just he's so talented. And like you said, Tom trusts him more than any other player on that roster right now. Exactly, and for and good reason. I mean, of yeah.
0: course, everyone drafted him to be in their lineup every week, anyways. Right. Uh, mostly in PPR formats and. Mm-hmm. Like, non PPR formats, I don't think a lot of people were well, yeah, probably and, big mean, on grabbing. him, In non
1: PPR, I mean, he still would have earned you <laughs> ten point five points. Like, I mean, like it wouldn't have been as great, yeah. but I mean, he still he still has some flex appeal in non PPR. Yeah. And he's he's a sneaky red zone target. Yeah, oh my god, because yes.
0: he's so he's so quick and agile in in between the hash marks, so mm-hmm. to speak.
1: It's it's ridiculous how how much Tom separation he can him out and yeah
0: how much separation he can create in such a tiny
1: space well and it's and it's crazy i mean this year he does not have very many touch- he has two touchdowns on the year but you look at his fantasy output he's had two games below uh 10 points every other game has been and i'm reading backwards here 20.3 25 6 19.2 9.2 mm-hmm. 16.3 like, he's been such a clutch player super in that, consistent. Yeah, yeah, in that receiver and position. Dependable.
0: And that's honestly what, what fantasy is. is a, it, It's a good chunk about those boom games, mm-hmm. but for me, it's consistency. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. So, like, I won our league last year, and one of the main reasons was Devontae Adams. And, or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said that right. I'm mixing him up with Devontae Freeman. <laughs> yeah, <Friedman>. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they pronounce he, it differently for he some was reason IR. Yeah. But DeVonte uh, Adams was the number one consistent receiver mm-hmm. last year and I think he finished as top 2 or the top receiver yep. last year. Yep. But in consistency, he was he didn't have a bust game at all he last really year. He really didn't. And I know he's had one this year so that's beside the point, but consistency is big is is As big as those boom weeks, yeah.
1: Well, and that's why you get guys, you know, like, you know, Scary Terry or, you know, Chris Godwin. Those guys are always going to give you points no matter what. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, you know, how old they are, how young they are. They're always going to be the big target. And it's
0: nice to find a balance on your team of of like a Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. if you drafted him as your wide receiver one and then getting a Julian Edelman in mm-hmm. the next round yeah. because it's nice to have a consistent guy and then a guy who's going to potentially go, go off, off for 35 points. Mm-hmm. So you always want that if you can get it. All right guys, we're going to move right on to tight ends. Uh <sighs> tight ends were real tight this week. They were they they put up some points. Can we skip number? At one? At least the top five. Was we'll that, we'll just cover the top five.
2: What was that? More points on your bench? <laughs> yeah. Bench? Uh,
0: Hunter Henry, the the tight end, won this year. Okay, but or like wait, actually was I can't I can't think of anybody who had a better tight end performance this year. So no one comes to mind, anyways. So, no, nobody's
2: had this many many points as a so tight far. end in one game. Yeah, yeah, in one game. I don't think well, we could be wrong on 17 that. Seventeen overall for the year. Yeah.
1: So, ah, uh, God. And, like, yeah, I mean, just we'll, because of this game. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll cover it on this list later, but, like, I'm not upset that he was sitting on my bench. Because um, this is, what, his first
2: game back? It was from his injury? first game
1: back from the injury. He was still high, listed as questionable. High angle high sprain? sprain. Yeah. So he was still listed as questionable. And so I'm like, all right, let's temper those expectations because I have. Another player we'll discuss later uh, in my starting spot, who's been consistent for me. And again, you talked about consistency. Yeah. I know I can trust this other player, Kittle. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, you're not
0: going to start Hunter Henry over George Kittle, man. Well, it's well, yeah. I mean, it's just unlucky. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, especially after coming off that injury, like it's George Kittle. Like he's gonna be clutch no matter what. Yeah. And he still got me 18 points. Let's 20s. say Jimmy G loves throwing him the ball. It's his favorite target. Yeah it's his only reliable target <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: between Godwin and Pettis and Kendrick Bourne and yeah. it's, Jalen it's, it's Hurd yeah it's or no so who's bad. the other rookie wide receiver Debo Samuel Debo mm-hmm, um Number two, Austin Hooper. Looking like a top five tight yeah. end this year. I mean, shit, he's going to probably, at this rate, finish as a top three tight end. He's currently the number one overall yeah, tight end. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He passed Evan Ingram this, or he passed him last week because mm-hmm. Ingram's injury. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's he's great. Let's he's
2: see, Matt Ryan loves throwing him in football. A
0: potential league winner. Yeah, honestly. 100%. Yeah. Well, if you, if you got him it. and the Pats D in the late rounds of your draft, you're probably sitting at, like, four and two or better. Mm-hmm.
2: So, <laughs> Austin Hooper's probably half
1: the reason why uh, Chad's winning games. Yeah. Yeah. Chad's 5 and 1. How, how did we let that happen?
0: No, trust We're, we're going to cover that. <laughs> uh, George Kittle came in at number three. He's a top tier tight end. You're yeah. starting him. 18.3 points. Say. You can't not. Yeah.
2: Um, he's
1: a tackle breaking machine. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he oh is. Oh, my God. He's a monster. Mm-hmm.
2: Say, uh, Ricky Seals Jones coming to number four for Cleveland. Uh, I was actually kind of
1: surprised they used the tight end. They I
0: mean, for for a guy who's filling in for Njoku, yeah, he's been he's been spot startable. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: 100%. percent. Yeah, two out of the last three weeks, he's had massive games. Well, massive. He's had big games. Like, well, for, for the tight end that, yeah.
0: on average, probably scores like
1: eight points. Two weeks ago, he yeah. had seventeen points against yeah, Baltimore. Seventeen against Baltimore.
0: Yeah. Um, Goosed yeah. you last week, and then got thirteen point seven this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's probably on most people's benches because of that goose. Yeah. That's and then that's real. Like, uh, oh yeah, he's still top five. So Mark Andrew, well, tied with Darren Fells, who I. I'll admit I was wrong. Maybe, maybe you can spot start him. Honestly, so Darren Fells, if you, he's on your waiver wire and you've got injury issues, if you got Ingram out, if you just lost Will Disley, maybe look at Darren Fells, and then Mark Andrews. Looking, you're,
2: you're going to start him every week. Yeah,
0: guy. looking like his favorite target. It's re- I can't remember the exact numbers, but the the number of targets he has over the rest of the Ravens is ridiculous, which means 100% start him, play him. Mm-hmm.
2: It's the only reason he's never, he hasn't left my roster. Yeah. Because I know he's going to get targeted. Mm-hmm. And I know he's going to come up with a catcher for
1: it. I'll trade you Hunter Henry. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I and need we'll the consistency out of Mark Andrews.
0: All right, so we'll we'll snake it and go with our flippity-flops. And we'll... Same thing, since we're already on. I'm we'll just... just go start with the tight end position.
2: And go over a couple, because... Real quick,
0: our start of the week wasn't bad, though. Last week, Greg Olson finished with 9.2, which, like I said, it's, it's not winning you a week, but it's also not losing you a yeah, week.
2: Yeah, you're, you're, those are some points that maybe carried you over the, the, the hump if you were about to lose. Yeah,
0: so Ertz, 6.4 points. I, that was super surprising with how much they were passing, that he wasn't yeah. super involved. He didn't get his first catch until the second half. Gross. Yeah, and uh, he had a couple drops, too. Yeah, he was targeted nine times and only got brought in four of those. That's not going to happen every week, yeah. so. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, hack. Uh...
2: Wasn't hot He had a couple good targets in the game, but yeah. he didn't really come down with four anything.
0: receptions for twenty-one yards. is Meh. Uh, OJ Howard, get I. I'm dropping him in most leagues. Honestly, I I'm mean, about I,
2: to drop him in one league. Yeah,
0: I just I'm not super big on him. Anymore, I just Bruce Arians, it, it, Bruce Arians is proving that his offenses are not tight end friendly, and they're using him a lot for blocking assignments. And when when they get even when they get to the red zone, when they throw to a tight end, it's Cameron Bright. Yep, because that's for some reason the guy James Winston's most comfortable with.
2: Mind blowing, but hey, whatever. Yeah, Jimmy Graham
0: only three three point seven points didn't
2: do a whole lot. He was mm-hmm. it wasn't even target. He had one target in the end zone that was really
0: potentially him. a pickup target. Luke Wilson. Yeah. I With Will Disley going down, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Kind of wait. I mean, but if you're going to put in a waiver bid, do it this week because he's going to be cheap. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have a roster spot, assuming if you have Will Disley, you do, you can just drop him because he's done for the year, especially in redraft. I'm considering dropping him in Dynasty because an Achilles injury for a guy who has to run routes is not good.
2: Nope. No. See, uh, move on to uh, the Dwight- Oh, Gerald
0: Everett real quick. Oh yeah. 2.9 points. Super disappointing. San Francisco's these super super tight against super tight. Di- against the di- uh tight end position. So, mm-hmm. we'll wait and see if he can bounce back next week. I'm not I'm not panicking yet. No, god but, no.
2: But uh moving on to the wide receivers, Will Fuller, only 9.4
1: points after that breakout game yeah. that was ungodly.
0: And he was going to be in everyone's lineup, because I feel like a lot of people were going to be chasing those points.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's yeah, what so a lot
0: of
2: people He did. puts up 52 points, who's not going to start?
1: Especially against yeah. that soft secondary of the Chiefs. Yeah. And Even just... if you put him in just a flex spot, like, I mean, there's there's points to be had. And then he just... He looks awful. And yeah. don't
0: don't get me wrong. This for me personally. Don't take him out of your lineups. Don't get mad at it's him. Just one game. It's it's just one game. He's still leading or pretty close to leading the league. He's in like the top three of air yards. Yeah. And he's gonna come down with those eventually. And I I know it's high risk high reward, but I mean even then nine point two yeah. or it's didn't or nine point four didn't kill your team, but it's not what you wanted out of a guy who just dropped fifth, a fifty burger for fantasy <laughs> for PPR fantasy teams last
2: week. Uh Cooper see. Cup 5.7 points. Yeah. Uh, Robert, did, Wo- Robert Woods to go right along with him with 7.6. that good Niners
0: D looks looks legit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: The, I, this 49ers team is like
0: if for some reason Yeah, if they're if they're for some reason available, they play the Redskins. I know it's in Washington and they have to travel coast mm-hmm. to coast. Pick them. But grab them anyways yeah. cuz Yeah, absolutely. The Redskins offensive line is awful and that that front seven looks scary It's nasty mm-hmm. with Nick Bosa and there's Eric Armstead. Of, there's and, a lot of speed yeah. in the
2: defense. Um, DJ Chark, 7.3 points. Keenan Allen, 5.3. The Chargers, Chargers offense is not looking like it's got any momentum anymore.
0: I'm not super worried about DJ Chark just because he had Marshawn Lattimore on him, and he's been shutting dudes down the last three weeks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, if you got somebody going up, a uh, number one receiver going up against Saints D., just keep that in mind. Because <laughs> naturally, if it depends on who it is, I'm not going to tell you to sit him. But yeah. you know what I mean? And then uh, Jarvis Landry, 6.6. Is that the one you just said? No. Okay. Brandon Cooks. All all Rams receivers did not do well. And I believe, did Brandon Cooks leave this game with an injury or was that last week? Am I misremembering? I think that was last it week. It was last week, yeah. Yeah. Was, who was the guy you just talked about? Was it Keenan Allen? Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Usually, when you speak, I'm still looking for other players, so I'm not tuned I'd in. I just, I'm, I'm I just trust just that, that you know me. what you're. Yeah, I just trust that you know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, but yeah,
0: other than that, I think that covers a good chunk of them.
2: Moved on. To, I've already moved on to running backs. I was looking through everything. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Um, yeah, that's, uh, honestly, I was just looking at Mixon's name. Five point nine. Didn't really look great. I don't know. Did he come up with an injury in this
0: game? Because I don't he, think so. He was on the field for forty-eight percent of snaps.
2: Yeah, see, unless they were, uh, who's, uh, I keep forgetting who their other running back is. Uh, Ber- Gio
1: Bernard. Yeah, Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, King that's
2: right. right. I was like Bernard, Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Howard, only 4.9 points.
0: I I, I I expected that a little bit. I, I knew that this game was going to be closer and they weren't just going to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Especially because both the Vikings and the Eagles have amazing run Ds. Excuse me. I think the Eagles led the league in keeping running backs under two yards per play, like or how many times they've stuffed people and yeah, yeah and at holding them two yards or less. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler, it's happening. <laughs> well, it seems like it.
2: I, I, can't, it's, I wouldn't really say it's happening because Melvin Gordon didn't really outperform him that much. Yeah,
0: no, Melvin he. D- don't get me wrong, he didn't outperform him. What, what? But what scares me? Sixty percent of snaps compared to the 45. I know those numbers don't add up, but there are there are some plays where, where, they, both out. where yeah, where they're yeah. both out on the field. So
2: I was say, Aaron Jones only got that 7 points? Yeah, that's rough which man. Which is scary.
0: If Jamal Williams is available, especially in deep leagues, snag him. Yeah, cuz he's if he, that
2: keeps going the way Aaron Jones is kind of fumbling around I
0: I don't think it'll be as bad. I don't think it'll the difference between the two is going to be as pronounced as it was. I just think there's there'll be chance. there'll be weeks where Jamal Williams is the better back, and then weeks where Aaron Jones is the better back. So it's it's worth you Just know having him. Balance. Yeah, it's worth having him on your roster. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Williams, that is. Yeah. Let's see what else we got here. Peyton Barber, two point eight. I don't think a whole lot of people were starting him, but he does have sneaky touchdown upside. So.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. <gasps> blow plow got five <laughs> point point five points. Yeah, that's all I'm really seeing. Was there any big goose eggs? I didn't. It's it's hard to tell because they just they'd sort them in any random order. I
2: didn't really see any goose eggs in the running backs, but the quarterbacks, however, Marcus Mariota put up zero point nine points. Yeah. Um, and Jared and
0: Goff in our league put up negative .9.
2: Yeah, Gardner Minshew. In mo- most
0: standard leagues, because of the way our fumbles work uh, is a little wonky, but in most standard leagues he finished with, like, 1.1. Yeah, So
2: Let's say everybody that was on the, uh, the Gardner train got a little derailed this week. What? We Eli put,
0: Manning goosed against the Patriots.
2: <laughs> Gardner put up 5.6, which
0: it's only one game. Let's but see. it's against that Saints D. And that's why I was super excited to see in, in Mason's league, I was playing against Gardner Minshew, and I was like, yes, please, yeah. thank you. And he had, he, they had some players go out during that game as well.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm
0: like here. way down in the zeros.
2: There's really I – mean, Matt Stafford,
0: 10.5. I mean, he's he, – he's But been, he, he
2: looked so good tonight, though, in the pocket. In the first half. Yeah. And then it just <laughs> – say in the first quarter, he had 165 yards. Yeah. The rest of the three quarters, he threw for 100.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy G, twelve point one, Teddy Bridgewater. I I don't think a whole lot of people were starting him against no. the Jags. Uh, Case Keenum looks like a streamer. Honestly, I mean, he was his first three weeks he was a top five quarterback, which is weird to yeah. say. Case <laughs> Keenum,
2: top five quarterback.
0: Yeah, but outside of that, there wasn't a whole lot of letdowns. No,
2: not really. It's... I mean,
0: Daniel Jones. I everybody knew not to start him against the Pats. So right.
2: And if you did, it's because you had no choice.
0: And Joe Flacco, who had looked pretty good the last... I mean, he's had some weeks. He's got a 23-point week. He's got a 17-point week. So, I mean, he looks spot-startable. Finished with 5.98. Going against the Titans. Yeah, I would say going against the Titans, D, I don't think anybody was going to be playing him. If there's an injury, or if you lost somebody, or there's a bye week next week, you might be able to start him against Kansas City, D. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Alright, guys. That's it for the Flippity Flops. And we uh, already got through the cream of the crop, so what do we, what do we got next, man? I'm I think it's champ or chance. Yeah, champ or chance. We've got number one, I kind of paired them together, Kirk Cousins and Stephon Diggs.
2: I, I, just th- give your I opinions. think Cousins could be a champ. If they start letting him throw more, I could see him continuing this, and I could see him being that consistent, and I really honestly could see him being a champ for the rest of the year.
1: I like Kirk Cousins, like you said, if if they let him throw more. That being said, teams are going to start scheming against that more. That's a good So, point. if they if they start scheming against that and are successful, that's going to open up the run game and we know how much the Vikings love to run the ball. Well, exactly. <laughs> but that's what but that's what I'm saying, like you 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 take away one beast, they you get the play. other. Yeah. Like so the Vikings have this potential to be a to dual be, threat team. Yeah, to be a phenomenal team mm-hmm. who will yet again miss the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it, it's their curse. I mean, you know, every, every team has that curse. Right? But Honestly,
0: being of Nordic descent, being a descendant of the Vikings myself, <laughs> despite Melissa's ridiculous fandom of them, I still root for the Vikings. I like watching them play. They're fun They're to fun watch. They're yeah. sure, fun to play, sure. Absolutely. But I just think that... you played, played against the them? I have. I have. Yeah, uh, it was a scrimmage. Now, my, <laughs> it ended poorly. My, I lean a little more towards Alex with this. I'm, I'm calling it a chance just because the last two weeks the defenses they the defenses they played have been terrible pass defenses mm-hmm. and you've seen the narrative of where they wanted to get Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen the ball more because they were so upset with how this offense ran yeah. so when they start getting into those game scripts where they can run the ball more frequently you're going to see them take advantage of yeah. the mm-hmm. their awesome run their, i mean their their pass
1: uh, pass blocking isn't great Right. Their their run blocking is awesome. They have phenomenal run blocking. I mean, Dalvin Cook is going to, as long as that continues, is going to stay an RB1 yeah. for the rest of the season. And I,
0: I'm saying top five. Yes. Yeah. Naturally, in any fantasy football scenario, as long as he stays healthy and other ancillary pieces on that offense well, stay sure. healthy along with him. But No, it, he's great. He's phenomenal. And I think these two passing games are going to get defenses on their heels a little bit, and they're going to be able to run the ball. So keep in mind I think this is matchup. Kirk Cousins is streamable right mm-hmm. now. Uh Stefan Diggs is flex optionable. We'll see. Uh because he's had some real poopers this, this year. And
1: uh I He's I been very I, inconsistent. I'm still
0: very up on their overall offense. Yes, hundred percent. But maintain your, your expectations. Temper a bit. them a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. Uh Robbie Anderson. You gotta skip over Diggs? No, I,
1: what? That's who we were just talking about. I said about. both of them. Oh.
0: <laughs> I paired them together because one was throwing I to the other. We, I
2: thought we were just talking about Cousins. No, no,
0: no. no. Uh, what's your champ or chance for Diggs?
1: I, I considered him a chance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I just don't think that pa- passing volume is going to be there yeah. for the Vikings offense Well, because they've got so
1: many mouths to feed anyway. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. Adam Thielen you got to mm-hmm. take care of, like, now, and then you got your running backs. Like, there's just so many. That's the you've problem with that. You've, you've got
0: and Laquan and Treadwell. <laughs> I mean, but he didn't even look bad adults. this no last no no week. he didn't i he's a, he's going to be a cut candidate for them cuz he's yeah. they didn't even pick up his fifth year option he was a first round pick mm-hmm. and he he's looks like the third this is what his second stint with them no, or, no, it's, no his, he's, it's his first stint. Okay, but he's in his fourth year
1: right, of his rookie right. contract, and they did not pick up his fifth year option. So uh, he will be a free agent at the end of this year. And that's just so frustrating because I mean he's got a lot of talent. I just think he's you know, but he's
0: been so inconsistent with drop balls and exactly and running lazy routes. Uh, well, and that,
1: that's what I was gonna say. I mean you know, his inconsistent. Like he's got a lot of talent, but that inconsistency on the field. I mean, you just can't compete with Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Yeah.
0: Especially with them both locked up with long-term deals too. Yeah. So uh that's going to move us on to like I said er, a
2: little bit ago, Robbie Anderson. I'm I'm not sold. One game, he's a chance. I'm not sold on Darnold 100%. I I'm sold on Darnold
0: as as a as a complete quarterback prospect, but that's what he is right now. He's a prospect. Yeah. So I think, especially in in dynasty leagues, that's why I snagged him off the waiver wire uh, at, in the, during the off season because I was like, "Oh, nobody's picked up Sam Darnold." Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, I can just drop him if he yeah. if he's a turd, garbage. Right? Well, well yeah. if he
2: keeps not kissing people, you might want <laughs> to
0: drop him. <laughs> well, hey, he's like, gonna affect the rest of your team like <laughs> chicken pox. Once you get mono, I've had it before in high school. You can't get it again. Oh, so. Well, he's lucky.
2: He <laughs> yeah. can kiss away then. Yeah, yeah kiss away. It's a, it's a good way
0: to lose weight too. So if you haven't <laughs> had it before, go out to some bars and start making out with some chicks. <laughs> but uh, terrible yeah, advice. I, I'm in between. <laughs> I'm I'm going <laughs> I'm going indifferent on this one. Uh, I know that's not the point of the segment, <laughs> right? Yeah, See I'm, stay, I'm still saying chance. He's he's a flex option for me. He's gonna have those those weeks. So I guess I I'll say chance, but he'll have. He'll have those weeks where he goes off. He's and gonna have high has outsiders. has like a, a sixty or fifty plus yard touchdown catch and it's gonna help your put help him in. You your win your this week. No, don't don't listen to Alex. I'm not starting him. No,
1: I'm telling you to do it. Oh, you're telling me? No. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> not really a chance, clearly. Eat the I... <laughs> proverbial bag of dicks, sir. <laughs> but no, he's definitely a chance. He's not there's not a lot of volume there yet. Yeah. He, we've got to see more from him.
2: One hundred percent.
1: Who we got last? AJ
2: Hunter Henry, and for me, he is a champ.
1: I'm yeah. I'm going
0: champ right now too, because Mike Williams went out with a knee injury.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's he's their main red zone threat. I know Keenan, Keenan Allen's a bigger guy, yeah, six say, foot two,
2: and not but, even so much that like before he went out with his injury, he put up ten points as a tight end. Yeah, obviously he's been out, but he comes back and is a viable option for him to throw get thrown to, and he puts up thirty points.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's the main thing for me is red zone targets. Because if you recall Philip Rivers loves tight ends, you know how exactly. amazing the connection with him and Antonio Gates was. And then even when Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry split time, those two combined on that year would have finished still killing it. It. Yeah, would have yeah. finished as a top 5 tight end. So it, he loves throwing to tight ends especially once they get down in the red zone those little lazy seam routes yep. right towards the It's not quite a post because it's not a hard cup. They just kind of list (laughs) lazily to the (laughs) left. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm saying Champ as well. If you had the opportunity to grab him, Alex, you did after you dropped him. (laughs) Dropped him
2: and probably picked him right back up.
0: Before the game. We'll give it to you before before the 30-point game.
1: So...
2: he All just right. wanted to pay him $16 to come back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come <laughs> back
1: to me. Well, I mean, th- and that's the one thing I hate about sleepers. That you can't adjust anything on your roster if you've got somebody in IR who's coming off of IR. Yeah, because I so get so frustrated.
0: I'm personally okay with that because it, it, it forces people to drop people. Right, or, I understand that. Attention. But
1: if I have an open roster spot, mm-hmm. like if I, like I, I had the Cowboys defense, mm-hmm. I couldn't even move them into that defensive slot. Mm-hmm without getting rid of somebody yeah. and to pull him out of IR. Yeah, I'm like, see, it's so I, wasn't allowed to I feel switch. like there
0: was better options on your team than Hunter Henry.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I knew nobody else was going to go see, after him. Yeah. I wasn't was able nobody, to switch. Because you couldn't afford
0: him. Well, one, I couldn't afford him. Well, you waited a day. I did. That was the issue. I did. Because I could have gotten him for free because I'm out of FAB money. Because I, I blow FAB money. No, I
1: put in a waiver because you can't pick him up right away. I oh, put in a yeah, waiver yeah. that night. Okay.
0: Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't tell anybody else about it because I'm done kind of – I've been in everybody's ear at some point helping mm-hmm. them in our league, and I'm done. I, I, yeah,
2: like, it, it's I'll, I'll, not
0: your job. I'll help Mac a little bit because I'm contractually obligated. That was part of the Michael Thomas trade. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll still help Mac out and see her a little bit, but she's a big girl. Collusion? See, no. Listen to me. She's a big girl. Ago. She she wants to make her own decisions, and I she know. does. So I, I'm,
2: I'm just still kind of that trade. I, I think there's a little collusion in that trade.
1: But
2: mm. oh, absolutely not! She got Chris Godwin out of it.
1: Yeah. Dylan I wants don't to know. Dylan wants to win both divisions, no. <laughs> even though but, we're all
2: in the same division. Exactly,
1: <laughs> that's how good he is. As long as
0: that title stays in my house, <laughs> I might not get to wear it, but right. it's there. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, prime time, prime time pie bets, which. A little bit of news we'll cover that at the end of the show before, as we're closing out but we got a little bit of news on that so it's a slight change kind of like our name.
2: Yeah, I still yet again your boy AJ is getting a pie. Yeah, cuz we only
0: differed on one game.
2: Yeah. But, Thanks Steelers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I showed him the video. Did you see the amount of terrible tells that were in that stadium? It was
1: insane. Well, yeah. I, well I mean That was both, a Steelers home game. <laughs> yeah, both the Rams and the Chargers were their their opponents just swamp those stadiums mm-hmm. with with their fans, like, are you kidding me? Like, well, the
0: 49ers have been around forever. Well, yeah, sure. And so, West Coast, uh, San Francisco uh, yeah, yeah. just gonna drop down to L A.
1: And but it's just, it's so frustrating if you're if you're one of the players for one of those L A. teams. You're right. You're like, like dude, we can't we're, even we're get a our home friends. game, yeah. right? Yeah. like, come on.
0: Once, uh, which by the way, the Rams losing that game to the Niners made me feel personally a little bit better as a Cowboys fan because mm-hmm. they started off three and zero as well mm-hmm. and are now three and three. So. <laughs> If it can happen to Sean McVay, it can happen to anybody. <laughs> Even that ginger clapping on the sidelines, Jason Garrett. Yeah, do you see him not get high fives? Yes. God, that made me so happy. <laughs> uh, My guys, I let's know. go score
2: again. What, what we got for week seven?
0: We got Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs are favored by four and a
1: half. Oof. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's why I th- I think because the Broncos have. It's, they have a really big home field advantage at Mo- Mo- oh no whatever My the Ohio- hell they My call Ohio. it yeah well it's called something else now. oh yeah it has yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. an actual name but mile high stadium um their favorite uh, Chiefs are favored by four and a half I'm gonna slam that button as quick as I can oh yeah I'm taking the Chiefs on the now. Chiefs yeah I'm i I still Chiefs. believe in that offense I know they've dropped two games in a row but I still believe as they get as Pat gets a little healthier as as they kind of get some of their pieces back mm. excuse me. I just think it's it's going to be better for them. I still think the Broncos aren't great. They have a good D, but I I, I think they'll be able to go in there and and kind of have their way with them. Uh, final score, I'll say Chiefs thirty-one, Broncos seventeen.
2: I like it. See, so I'll I'll take
0: Alex. Feel free to chime in. I know you don't. You're not actually part of the pie bet unless you wanted to be. I mean, hey, I'm down. Okay. Cool. I'm down. Are you free tomorrow? No. Okay. Well, hopefully, you don't lose. Oh, well, uh, Yeah, my, mine, my mine on, Tues- apply. on, on yeah. Tuesday afternoons. Yeah. Let's just see. come find me at work or
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> just walk in with via- you. Hey, nerd. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Um, what'd you say for <laughs> That'll Chiefs, be 750, what? sir.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chiefs are favored by four and a half.
2: Yeah. What would, what would you say your score was?
0: 3117.
2: Okay. You said 31.
0: Mm-hmm. Quick side note, that's two weeks in a row that they haven't hit 30 points. So I'm, I'm counting on that bounce back.
2: say I'll, I'll say
1: 28-21. Uh, you bag of dicks. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I like the Broncos at home. Um, I don't oh. think that they're going to pull the upset, but I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, so I don't think that the Chiefs are going to break the spread. Okay, so um, you're taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. I think it's going to be 24-21 we'll paper sir. 24-21 Chiefs. We got three this week,
0: so 21-24 hey. Chiefs mm-hmm. or 24-21. Yeah, 24-21 yeah. Chiefs. Alrighty. Uh, second game, the Sunday night game. This is hard for me to bet. Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys are still favored by three. It's pretty close to a pick'em.
1: That was Doug Peterson made that guarantee we're going to go down and win, right? Yeah, that historically does not work out well for people.
0: Yeah, unless you're Joe Namath, right? <laughs> in, in Super Bowl three, um, <laughs> remember how well that turned out for Matt Hasselbeck? Oh boy, we want the ball and we're going to score. Right, promptly throws a pick <laughs> six.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know, I. Uh, I think that it's Cowboys at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I mean, that's a huge rivalry game. That's a big divisional game. Um, I mean, I know Cowboys fans all over really hate the Eagles and vice versa. Yeah, right. Um, I hate
0: the Eagles more than any other team in the league.
1: That's. I mean, th- that's, I'm sure, quite a few uh, Cowboys fans agree with you. Ginger so.
0: Jesus. <laughs> um, I, th-
1: <laughs> I think you've got the home crowd amped going nuts for that game. I think there's a lot of energy there. I'm taking the Cowboys.
2: Okay. Aj, you want to go? Or you want to go around the table? Must say, I, I'm taking the Cowboys in that game too. I think it'll be a bounce back game for them, um, with the Eagles being bad against wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I think Dak's going to throw all over them.
0: I the my my scary thing for me is that Amari Cooper's going to be questionable.
1: I was going to say it depends on where Amari. Cooper But Ta- is. Tavon
0: Austin did fill in really well as yeah, a slot guy, he and is. he's super. He's amazingly quick. He's our punt returner as well, and. Dude, he's so ridiculously agile. And I could see him breaking it on one of these crap
2: defensive backs. So are you going to go against your boys and take the Eagles?
0: I I have to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, out of pride? Not not out of pride. Out of hope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair.
0: I, I don't know, man. Uh, part of me wants to pick them to lose, so that way they hopefully fire Jason Garrett. But yeah. <laughs> um, I have never been a believer in him in six and a half years that he's been in the Cowboys coach. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. He's just vanilla
1: yeah, it's no, just, that's
0: fair. Uh, their re- r- their rate of running on first down is is bad, mm-hmm. and I their their my big thing, and I wanted to kind of talk about this, and I missed it when I went on my rant, but their team was so undisciplined in that first half, defensively, and I know that fa- falls on Rob Marinelli, the defensive coordinator, but penalties they were penalized three or four times on the opening S- offensive series for the Jets mistakes, yeah just dumb stuff and it's just it's it's hard to watch that's penalties anger me more than anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that just that just takes yards away for Mm -hmm. no reason for something that you shouldn't have done so and that's why it's gotta be great to be a pats fan because you guys have been ridiculously disciplined ever since the god bill belichick has taken over back in 2000 was it was it 2000
2: yep god
1: he, uh, my knowledge is on yeah, point. Yeah, because I <laughs> he was the coach I was in the for... hospital recovering from my first heart surgery when oh, he had nice. took over. So.
2: because he was the coach for the Browns, and then they fired him, and then they quit being a team for a little bit. Yep. So and did they to fire the... him or did he he resigned?
1: I'm he? pretty sure they fired. I him. I thought he
2: quit.
0: Yeah, I thought I could have swore he resigned. We're going like, to find out. This is this is a better decision for me.
2: Browns. Yeah, because because I always thought that was the narrative was fired. that he. Because he, le- he left or w- either way he left. Because th- they didn't get the stadium built fast enough, so they stopped being a team, and that's why the Ravens became a thing.
0: And then they brought him so, back two s- years later? Yeah. So oh.
2: had the Browns got their shit together, we could have had Ray Lewis.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, so he was let go by the Browns. Mm-hmm. I figured huh. I figured Alex would know, but I, I don't know why I could have swore like what, The narrative was like, that was. Bill Belichick just quit the Browns. <laughs> Wouldn't but, have him either way uh, yeah I'm going to take they the Cowboys in um, 96 okay sorry that was right after they came back yeah cuz they came back in 95 mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah I'm I'm going to take the Cowboys in on this one I'm still going to say it's a close game but the way Dak has shown that he can lead lead the team's back against in these last two losses he's still shown that he can get it done late in games but stupid stuff like a shit missed blocking assignment on a two point conversion. Yeah. And uh Brett Maher not making easy field goals but hitting 62 yarders for whatever <laughs> fucking reason. Brett maybe Maher. Yeah. And uh I think he's going to lead them on a late game dri- uh drive. I'll say they have the option to kick the field goal and they end up scoring the touchdown 28 to 24. So they're they're given four points to the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Three, three. So if they kick a field goal and win it, it's technically even. But I'll give it that the cow. If if they win by three, that you get the Cowboys win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? Tra- traditionally, in Vegas betting odds, if they hit the spread spot on, it, you get your money back. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's no win loss. Yeah. Right.
2: I say that game. Cowboys thirty-five, Eagles thirty-one. Okay. Another four-point.
1: I don't think it's that high-scoring. I think with how bad the uh, the Cowboys have been playing on offense, mm-hmm. um, with the, in the first half, in the first games, half, yeah, of these um, last with games. the unknown of Amari Cooper. I mean, yeah. sure. I mean, we'll find out more this week. But uh, and it's
0: a divisional game. Divisional games end up being lower scoring, mm-hmm.
1: unless you're the Patriots. <laughs> um,
0: you still hold them to low points. The uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right, true. Sorry, Dolphins. Um, not sorry. <laughs> right. um, I, I, I think it's going to end up being like, I'm going to go 28-21. I'm going to uh, go
0: Cowboys. And I said 28-24. 20, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. That'll do it for primetime pass. Oh, no. Wait.
2: No. Oh, yeah, there's game a third game. game. <laughs> Da-doi. Uh, jets. Yeah. Anybody not taking the Pats?
1: No. <laughs> They're gonna shock the world. But, I'm
2: just kidding. But say I already Pat, put Alex down for the Pats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Pats are
0: favored by ten, which I think is the lowest spread they've had this. Well, no, maybe the, I think last week
2: was 16. I think it's that,
0: in New York. I think the Steelers spread was lower, but yeah, we didn't know what that game was going
1: to be. Right, yeah. right. right. <laughs> it's in New York. Um. So yeah, I mean, you got that New York energy. You know Sam Darnold's back. You know after a big win over the Cowboys, yeah. that's going to be huge momentum for him. Fireman Ed's going to be there, but <laughs> I this Patriots defense is stifling, suffocating. It's just like, disgusting. It's, yeah, it's yeah. stupid. I mean, the we have all
0: we have all the adjectives. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's so dumb how well this defense is playing to make up for the offensive deficiencies. I mean, and as any, anybody who knows me knows, I'm a huge Patriots fan, and I'm going to defend Tom Brady and, you know, everybody until the day I die.
0: Their offense has just been inconsistent. It's awful.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, like, Tom Brady has looked pretty good on the year in terms, you know, he's thrown 1,500 yards. Uh, no, uh, 1,700 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he's thrown two picks on the year. and the But the picks he threw were bad. Yeah, they were awful. They yeah. weren't like, oh, hey, you know, it hit Edelman's hands. Like, yeah they've been like to the defender yeah. like it's been really bad um and, but he I, still has... and both
0: of them were pressured ones because mm-hmm. I I know for a fact that one that he threw against the Redskins was a, was a really bad pressure mm-hmm. and uh he just kind of lofted it up there he said
1: ah screw it somebody's down there <laughs> um, James White right. was, was the target so I uh, I I think the Patriots beat the spread um I say they ta- they hit 17 over. Um, so I'm gonna go Patriots 35 Jets 14 okay that's 21 points I know okay. but I'm I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking you know they're gonna they're gonna the defense is gonna do enough to carry the deficiencies of the offense yeah so which
0: that would be two weeks in a, in a row if that were to happen if your prediction were to come true that they beat a New York team 35 to 14 I know <laughs> <laughs> kind of why I'm going with it yeah <laughs> Statistically <laughs> seems unlikely. <laughs> so what you got? Uh I naturally am taking the pats. Uh I'll go twenty seven ten. I like, like I like that pass, D, and I, I like Sam Darnold as like I said as a prospect, but he's still young. Their offensive line is still not great. And I, I, think he's gonna struggle.
1: Belichick is gonna throw so many stupid defensive looks at him. Yeah, yeah, and he's that's what that's so that's
0: what Bill feasts on. Which, real quick, have you have you seen the Patriot schedule? Right, it's yeah. like cake games up until what, like week seven?
1: Uh, or well, we got the Browns next week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, about midway, and then a bye week on in week eight, I believe. Um,
0: I, th- I, think, like it's, I think it's week it nine. It's week eight or week nine,
1: but then you have five like tough
0: games. Yeah. With like the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Cowboys, we got
1: back-to-back games uh, with uh, at the Ravens and then at Philadelphia. Yeah, those are yeah. Back-to-back. Philadelphia
0: is one of the other ones, but you have like a five-game stretch where it's like, oh, this is going to show like us playing against other potential playoff teams, mm-hmm. and then you go back to cake schedule at the end of the year. Yeah, with <laughs> with like the Bills. Well, that's not cake. The Bills' but, defense and, is legit yeah, this year. Yeah, uh, but you have another game against the Dolphins and the Jets in the last two weeks. So Yeah, the bye week
1: is week 10.
0: Week 10, okay. So
1: we have the Browns week 8.
0: And then starting week 9, you got Ravens
1: at, at Ravens, Ravens. bye week, at Philadelphia, at home against Dallas. Yeah. Can't wait to be there. I'm so excited for that game. Yeah. <laughs> and then at Houston. And then, yeah, at Houston. That's going to be the – that I think that's the game that Patriots fans need to circle on their calendar.
0: Yeah, because you guys struggle
1: with – have struggled with the Texans. We've struggled with the Texans. We've usually come out on the winning side of it. Yeah, but Bill, but o- that's Bill been... O'Brien's there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and we know what what happens with Bill Belichick
1: when he coaches against former proteges. Exactly, it's weird. <laughs> it, it's super weird. So I, I think that's kind of if the Patriots can go unscathed. To I was week telling 13, I was
0: telling Sierra even if they finish those games three and five, they're going to finish the season fourteen and two. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> yeah, which is dumb. Yeah, like and then you got the Chiefs at home the week after that, and then. To close it out, Bengals, and then Buffalo's thrown in there, but at home, so that's super helpful, which and then I've Miami heard you talk about home. how they're going to blow out the Bills in the second yeah. game. So. I,
1: I, I, I legitimately think they have the opportunity to blow out the Bills. I think that now, now you've got the Bills at home. The first time they played, they were both undefeated. Super emotional game for both teams. Yeah, Belichick is not going to have a scare again. Yeah. He's either going to get his ass kicked,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or he's, he's going to destroy, destroy you. Yeah. yeah, like Those are the only two options. Like. And then
2: going back to the 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 picks, like part of me wants to like hope that the Jets make it close. I hate you. To where like I can take the point, like there's the the Pats are still gonna win, mm-hmm. but like they get it within ten. Like I really really want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but part of me wants to take those points. Do it. Uh, because as of right now, that's the only one we differ on. The only one that's Well, Alex differs on one. ...is the, that you and I have the same everything if I pick yeah. the pads. I'm glad I kind of forced your hand on this. You don't, because I can still do it. I don't give do a shit. Fuck the rules. It's our show. But... And then you guarantee you get pie
0: again. Because <laughs> if we tie... Like, we won't get pie. Yeah. If we tie, there will be pie. I <laughs> just... <Yeah,
2: so, yeah. laughs> I just... If, if I... Uh, no balls. Do it. <laughs> do it. Fuck it. I'll take the Jets. The Jets. Yeah. To, to cover that 10. What's your final? Dead air. I'm do I just, I can't believe I just fucking did that. <sighs> Fuck, man. Why did I let you guys do that to me? You, you f- want me to give you a score to help you out? No, because they gotta be within ten. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. I was thinking thirty-one, twenty-four.
0: I was thinking thirty, twenty-four. That's really weird. Yeah, thirty-one, yeah. twenty-four.
2: There you go. <laughs> Mike Nugent field goals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's <laughs> gonna do well. I don't know what it is with Pat's kickers lately. It's just weird. well,
2: can't wait to eat pie for three weeks in a row.
0: <laughs> On that. All right, guys. Uh, nice. Our penultimate segment: Starts of the week, and I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it, man. What? I'm saying Jared Goff.
2: You're going to take him?
0: Yes. That's he's, fine. There's people, people are going to sleep on him. And some some teams might be dumb enough to drop him. That Niners D is no joke. But I honestly think he's going to bounce back. They play the Falcons.
1: They're awful. We,
0: we saw <laughs> what the Cardinals did. Yeah. With, with a rookie. Their, with a ter- Yeah, with a rookie and a terrible offensive line. And limited receiving options, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they have a 36-year-old Larry Fitzgerald there. Christian Kirk, I, did he, he played? I think he played. He played, but,
1: yeah. I mean, he didn't hear yeah, much of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't do
0: anything. Max Williams got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't chase those points. That's the uh, the next tight end I'm hopping on if don't chase those points because they don't like to involve tight ends in, in those s- style no, of offenses. But, uh, yeah, I'm saying Jared Goff, 31st against QBs the Falcons are. Yeah, I don't know why I said that like Yoda. Thirty-first <laughs> <31st> against QBs. <laughs> they are <laughs>
2: twenty-eight
0: point six points per game.
2: Yeah, say I, I too went for a bounce back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went for uh, I want to jump on the Minchuchu train.
0: Minchuchu train. Uh,
2: so. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's cringy, but I kind of like it at the same time.
0: I don't. Okay, Melissa, you you were close. You you did a good job with it, but I like Minshu Chu Train, not Min Shoo Chu Train. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, So, but I did, so just a slight variation. Credit to Melissa for that for that nickname. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I I am going to take Gardner against the Bengals. The Bengals are twenty eighth right now against quarterbacks. Squishy with you know giving up just under twenty four points per game for the quarterback. So I I think it'll be a good bounce back game after coming out of New Orleans and and see if he can really tear. I don't know why
0: against. I'm I'm just gonna say it. I think Gardner Minshew gets in the end zone, rushing. I'm it's saying rushing he, he, I think he gets a rushing touchdown against the Bengals because he's shown his he's got some agility. He's ca-
2: yeah, he's got moves.
0: Yeah, especially mostly in the pocket, but
2: yeah. Saying and, and continuing on with the end of the running back, I took David Johnson against the Giants. You can't do that.
0: Why? Because <laughs> he was a first round pick. Still, <laughs> I mean, we'll go with it because I'm not going to make you go do some research. I'm.
1: I, I gotta say, I'm uncomfortable with taking Minshew there uh, yeah. over the Bengals. I mean, look at the look at the Bengals' schedule so far. They've played against Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Josh Allen. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been super fantasy relevant. He hasn't been relevant. super fantasy relevant, but I mean, they they blew him out. You know, like yeah. well, that's a lot to do with the defense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean. The Cardinals didn't really do all that much against them. I mean, I'm just I'm per, like Kyler Murray had 253 passing yards, no touchdowns. He he ran a
0: bunch that game though. Yeah, that's He was, yeah, he that's was still soup He was extremely fantasy relevant. I gotta stop saying super so much.
1: I realize. I listening just back. I mean you, you look at you look at the top tier talent that they've played against in terms of quarterbacks. I'm just. I mean, I think uh, Gardner is gonna do fine, but I mm-hmm. don't think he's. Super elevated there personally, but I mean, hey, that's your I, start I of
0: the th- week. I personally think he's streamable, so yeah, streamable I'm, for sure. I'm, I'm with you on that one. That especially in like two QB leagues, put him yeah. in your lineup because mm-hmm. I, I think he as he's a good QB two for sure, second quarterback option. But if you have garbage at the at the QB position, yeah, and Minshew's available, I'd say go for it. Mm-hmm.
2: So who's uh, who's your oh Philip
0: Lindsey uh, going up against the Chiefs? 27th ranked against the running back. That's the script. That a lot of people have used, and I know the Texans were throwing the ball over the, all over the place, but they used the ball or they used the run to set up a lot of those. They they used a good amount of play action, and running the ball has proven that's a good game script to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, they give up 21 points per game against running backs. They're 27th against the position right now. So I like Philip Lindsay a lot. I'm super high on his talent over Royce Freeman.
2: 100%. You might
0: be able to flex Royce too, but. We'll see. I think Philip Lindsay's the go-to guy in that mm-hmm. offense.
1: Yeah, he looks great. He's gonna be. He's gonna be really solid against that Chiefs defense.
0: His running style reminds me a lot of. Do you guys remember, uh, remember Brian Westbrook for the yeah. Eagles? Yeah. Wow, I haven't heard yeah. that name
1: in a while. He, <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: Just his running style. He's not as great of a pass uh, pass catching threat. No, as not at all. He's good, but he's not. Brian Westbrook was like one of the greatest pass catching running backs ever. Yeah. Absolutely. So. But, uh, yeah, I'm super high on Lindsey this week. It's funny because he plays for Denver, and they're in Denver, and they have legalized weed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super high on him, bro.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Giving you some insight into my, Listen, my choo-choo train of thought. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Min-choo-choo train of thought.
2: Ugh. <laughs> so gross. Who's your, who's your uh, wide receiver?
0: Uh, I've got Michael Gallup cuz the Eagles are legitimately the worst defense against wide receivers. Yeah. With Amari Cooper being out, I think that's or potentially being out, I should say. Uh even if he's not, that's still going to open him up for down A the field lot. stuff, yeah. And he's he's going to I think he's going to look great dead last against wide receivers at 32 points per game. So That's gross. Can
2: nobody <laughs> tell so me bad. nothing. I still hate that. So I would stop. I hate that so much. I don't know why. Gallop into the end zone. No. that I can tolerate. The song, no. Yeehaw. Uh, You're probably going to give me some shit over who I chose for my wide receiver because he's a higher-end wide receiver. Julio Jones. But I took Cooper Cup to have a bounce back against the Falcons.
0: That's fine because he had a down week. Yeah. But he's still a top-10 wide receiver, I believe. But,
2: I mean, after last week, maybe you would have thought, maybe, hey, let's be down on him a little bit. But he's definitely going to show out against the Falcons defense. Oh God. Yes. A hundred percent. He's my, my quarterback of the week. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, he's your quarterback of the week's favorite target. Yeah. And he is
0: leading, he is leading the Rams in targets by a metric, a a metric shit ton. Yeah. So, so
2: it's only going to continue against the soft, squishy Falcons defense.
0: And then of course, kind of sticking with the theme, we have the same. Nope. I actually changed mine. You did change it. Proud of you. I'm going with Hunter Henry. Uh, Yeah. He's going to be great, honestly. I, I,
2: As, uh, we, we talked about him a yeah. whole lot this show. Yeah. Being,
0: a, being a champ, going against the Titans, 25th uh, rank against the tight end. Uh, it's only eight points per game, but like I said, I think he's going to look to him in the red zone a lot. And it's, it's going to be tough sailing because it's going to be rough for them to get into the red zone uh, or even just inside the 10-yard line because that Tennessee de- defense is the definition of, greater than the sum of its parts. Because yeah. outside of Kevin Byard, they don't really have any all-pros or pro bowlers. Um, but like Jarrell Casey and players like that, they they just mend well together. Mm-hmm. And Mike Vrabel, love him, OSU guy, former New England Patriot, mm-hmm. is <laughs> an awesome defensive mind. Yeah, he's defensive, brilliant. My mind. <laughs> he's so brilliant. Sorry, I stole that from the Around the NFL podcast because they always do that and it cracks me up for some reason. Whenever somebody says mine, my mind. mind. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm I'm high on Hunter Henry.
2: I, I completely agree with that. Say I went with Darren Fells against the Colts. Ooh. Um he's, Juicy. He's he's shown himself to be, you know, pretty useful as a tight end. Colts are giving up nine point six points to the tight ends. And I could see him, you know, really kind of scoring higher yeah, than that. Yeah, sneaking one into the end zone again. Yep. I could see it.
0: All right, guys. Final segment. We're damn, this is our longest one yet. We're an Breaking.
2: hour and fifty minutes. We're we're gonna break two hours. Breaking nice. records. I don't <laughs> I
0: don't think so because we're gonna make this quick. CWFL updates. Uh, I I'll start with mine. I fucking lost to Chad because my team. Took a dump. I had Will Disley and Amari Cooper both go down in the first quarter. Were you the lowest so that, scoring this? No, no, third God lowest. God. Brandon's yeah. still in the league. Yeah, so yeah. I outscored I, that. Long. I outscored two people in the same game. Of course, <laughs> God forbid I got to, got to play one of them. But uh, Chad, if you find a way to listen to this on your eight track player, <laughs> <laughs> if you can figure out how to get that going, congratulations, you beat me. I'm still firm on the fact that your team fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) You are going to fall apart once bye week hits. God forbid you get one injury. You might squeak into the playoffs with this hot start. You will fall in the first round, sir. Calling it now.
2: Not only were you salty about Dallas losing, I feel like some of that salt carried over into the fact that you lost to Chad. Yeah, and I'm
0: I'm not nearly as salty about this one because, like I said, those aforementioned injuries, and I I already have a bunch with Saquon being out. Devonte Adams being out, and it, it it's whatever. I've got some depth on my team, but I had some guys underperform, and it's whatever. I had two guys go out with injuries in the first quarter. Shit happens. It happens. My team is still, honestly, I, I'm going to have the most points for still. No, you're
2: not. No? No. Nope. I beat you by no. over 75 points.
0: Oh, yeah, you finished at 203. Yeah, I got you. I'm still one of the top two scoring yeah. teams, so. But I, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs>
1: Y'all want to talk about your matchup?
2: Yeah, I say the matchup where I beat Alex.
1: Hey, it was a fun matchup, though. It honestly. Be, honestly,
2: I was scared there for a little bit.
1: Well, Philip Rivers did you no favors in that first no, half. No,
2: God no. He definitely gave me a little bit of a heart attack having negative two points. And
0: he's, I mean, more or less, he's the reason you're getting pied.
2: Yeah, he is the reason I'm getting behind. <laughs> yeah,
0: because he, th- he threw a goofy backwards pass to Melvin Gordon that got was over his head. He tipped it and got recovered for a fumble. Yeah, that was Or stu- recovered
1: fumble for a touchdown, and he threw two really bad interceptions in this game. I'm upset about this game because if I had pulled Tyler Boyd, which, like, I wasn't going to pull Tyler Boyd, um, and I'd thrown in Alshon Jeffrey, I beat you this week.
2: You and I... As we talked so about a few times, it was a bench game that kind of really screwed everything up. We yeah. Left a, we both left a lot of a points A lot on the bench. of points.
1: Like, I mean, you know, on my bench I had, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield, which, like, we were just talking about you shouldn't really be starting him. But, I mean, he was super fantasy relevant this year, or mm-hmm. this week, um, you know. Tevin Coleman, not overly fantasy relevant, still at 14 points. Got in the end zone. Yeah, got in the end zone. Miles Sanders we talked about earlier. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey. See, And then Hunter Henry. Ugh, that points. kills me. Yeah, see, I, even I really...
0: if you, because if, you weren't starting him over Kittle. No. Honestly. No. But even if you had snuck him, who were your flex options? McClellan, Scary Terry. Moore, and Sutton. If so. I had snuck him in over Sutton, I could have won this week. Yeah, that's the only one I would have perceived to start him over, because like, yeah, Sutton's look great this year, Mm -hmm. but like I said, that Titans defense, greater than the sum of its parts, has been good. Really good.
1: Sutton's only had one game below 10 points, and so I've I've been pretty confident. And again, I really love my young guys, though. Yeah, and he barely hit it this week. Yeah.
2: Yeah, say, I mean, I had Tate... A Pittsburgh defense I left <laughs> yeah, on my bench. Yeah, why? 14 points. I couldn't believe. I left don't know it why. I just keep thinking something's gonna happen, well, and I and leave I'm... Minnesota's defense
1: up there. So I was so torn between grabbing the um, the Redskins defense or the Cowboys defense this week. I grabbed the Redskins defense in every other league except this one, <laughs> and that killed me because I was like, but... I
0: actually in one other league I dropped I dropped the Cowboys defense because I was iffy on them going going mm-hmm. to New York. So, yeah, I was like, whenever, whenever they go to New York for the, Gi- the Giants, they even like last year, they, it was the last game of the season. Eli Manning put up points against what I perceive as a pretty good defense. They have that talent there mm-hmm. between Byron Jones and Jalen Smith and Vander Esch and Robert Quinn's looked really yeah, good. Yeah, no, the Demarcus defense Lawrence. is phenomenal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, I was worried that traveling to New York, we're just going to give up points because that's what they do when they go to New York for yeah. some
1: reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but no, I mean, AJ, you had a, you had a solid lineup. Um, McCaffrey underproduced which sounds weird to say. Um, yeah, so he only got 20 points instead of yeah. like 35. Right. Yeah. Um <laughs> so. Mark Andrews looked solid for you. Chubb had a really great game.
2: I'm glad I decided to move Curtis Samuel into my lineup cuz he's been pretty solid lately.
1: I was really happy that you put uh Everett in uh, in your flex cuz that, that gave <laughs> that gave me a lot of a lot of uh, hope. Yeah. Uh,
0: Got to get you a bigger phone, sir. Those beefy fingers. Right. I, I was joking
1: uh, after the Patriots game. After Edelman put up twenty points, he uh, yeah, was only projected you're... like fourteen.
2: Yeah. yeah Al- Alex sent me a text saying, "Look at Edelman, making giving me hope that I might have a chance." Right.
1: <laughs> I was sitting there thinking of the the Hawkeye gif from uh, Endgame. Don't give me hope. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> but see, and like looking at my bench, I had one, two, three, four, five people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plus Ty on a buy. Yeah. So,
1: but overall, great game. I mean, evens our records to three and three apiece. Yep. So, which we got a quite a few of those.
2: Yeah. Say Max now three and three. Melissa's now three and three. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, uh, you and I lose. You mm. and I, yeah. Say so
1: half of our league is three and three. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Brandon, who was uh, the the number one team overall last year going into the playoffs. Yep.
0: We don't we don't even need to bring that up anymore because his team is fucking whack now. Yeah.
2: His is so super
0: whack. He was he was on the precipice of getting booted out of our league in favor of somebody else because I had to text him to remind him to set his lineup on Saturday. And if I have to if you don't set your lineup, I'm kicking you out.
1: Yeah, I mean as it should be. I mean, you know, we're Especially all invested eight, in this league.
0: Yeah, and we're all it's an 8-man league. I'm not going to tolerate somebody just not setting lineups. Mm-hmm. Not even for a week. If I see it, I'll, I'll text somebody and remind them. I don't I don't want to have to do that. Please don't make me do that. Right. It's annoying. <laughs> But if you don't want to be in, in the league, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that's what you were doing, Brandon. If you listen to the show, but just keep in mind, I, I don't. Everybody who listens to this show, most of you do. Uh, like I said, if Chad can get it on his eight track or, <laughs> or figure it out on his record he's, player. He's doing
1: something because he's the best team in the league right now.
0: Yeah, and it's it's weird, but like I said, I don't. I his don't, only loss comes to yours truly. <laughs> yeah, I don't have faith in his
1: team at all, though. I mean, is, I don't either. But I mean, he's he's doing what he needs to be doing right now. Yeah. For whatever, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, Chad's got a decent enough team. Yeah, because
0: David Johnson and Leonard Fournette are kind of carrying him. Mm-hmm. His receivers are pretty weak. I mm-hmm. mean, f- that his top two are Fitzgerald and Lockett. Like, I like Lockett as, yeah, a, second, as, yeah. as a second receiver on a team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Austin Hooper is carrying him a lot. Austin
1: Hooper's killing yeah. it for him. I mean, he started two tight ends against me. And then, I mean, <laughs> and then he got so, I I honestly want to say he got lucky with the Panthers defense. Yes, like that was that was and it, like dumb, I said it uh, wouldn't
0: have mattered because I scored 125 because of I mean Mahomes underperformed yeah. Dak underperformed mm-hmm. Carrion didn't hit his target yeah, Eckler definitely didn't, yeah. underperformed this yeah week. Michael Thomas I I literally think I have one in green two Niners D Niners D and Mike Evans mm-hmm. both beat their projections. I
2: still can't believe he's got three defenses on his roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you That's, kidding me, But Chad? stuff like
0: that is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, if you don't have depth to replace guys once they start getting hurt, he hasn't really been hit with the injury bug. No, no. we
1: all, and the rest of us have. Like, yeah. I mean, at one point, I, mean, I had he's got, five guys on He's got
0: Deshaun Jackson and Philip Dorsett. Those are kind of ancillary pieces. And I mean, he's yeah. got A.J.
2: Green.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was out
0: to start the season, yeah. so. But, uh... Yeah, Melissa pulled it out in the other close matchup we had. This Well, we had three close matchups besides mine, so that hurts a little. Um, but yeah, Melissa pulled it out. Sierra just got unlucky and Jamal the honest the one main major difference cuz it was the last player she had was Aaron Jones not getting the Jamal Williams touches this game. So yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, he had the opportunities early on and they were like, "Well, no, fuck you. You're
1: going to drop a touchdown." <laughs> right. You're, that, you're, that was right you're, in your hand. And you're going to fumble inside the 30. I mean, I mean, what really hurt her team too was, you know, Joe Mixon hasn't been really playing. Their offensive line is statistically bottom three. Well, no, sure, yeah, sure, but I mean, Joe Mixon, you know, less than six points. um, And game script wise, he's he was like I said, he was out there for was it forty eight percent of the snaps? Yeah. What happened?
0: (laughs) I don't know if he got hurt or if they just Travis Kelsey
1: not producing this year. He's week. been
0: underperforming quite
1: a bit this year. Yeah, which has been Com- Compared to what people drafted him for, what they already had
0: him for mm-hmm. in Dynasty Leagues on the team for.
1: So both of those really hurt her. You know, Aaron Jones you talked about. I mean, her quarterbacks got her 50 points. Um, Melissa's quarterbacks did her no favors. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray looked solid. But, uh, you know, Gardner... Well, you seems know, looked,
0: likely to finish as a QB1 this year.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's playing really well. Um, Melissa got, you know... Melissa got lucky with Stephon Diggs having... You know, the oh, game of his helped. career.
0: Yeah. I mean, she had the number one fantasy scoring player by 12 points. So, mm-hmm.
1: Like, and that, like and that was... If he had had a normal day of, you know, 20 points, Sierra yeah. wins that. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, it's you can't count on that, but that's the kind of stuff that helps you win. Right, so. absolutely, absolutely. And in the poopy stinker matchup of the week, <laughs> Mac wins 110 to 100, which... A, a great week for your team in our league is 200 points. We've talked about this on, yeah. pa- on past shows, and both of them barely broke 100. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Brandon had
1: 100.62. Yeah.
0: Wow. And it's just, they're they're bad. Max was slightly better. So he gets to pull even at 3-3 three and three and keep his playoff hopes alive. I think Brandon's well, more. He's going to be one more game, and he's toast, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, because right, I mean, Brandon's big issue was the fact that he decided to give uh, Marcus Mariota a chance again.
0: Derrick Henry didn't mm-hmm. do. I mean, the yeah. Titans just didn't. They got shut out. Yeah, yeah, so, they looked bad. And Emmanuel Sanders somehow didn't do jack shit in that game. I think he had Which, one rush for. He had,
1: he had one point. Yeah, no, he had. Yeah, he had one. He had one catch. I don't think he had one oh, catch you know, he for zero yards. Yeah, one catch
0: yeah. for zero yards. is what it was. Yeah, one out of three receptions. Uh, Zach Ertz didn't do anything. Juju Smith-Schuster, that was another stinker that we missed.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, 1.7 points. Poor Juju. I yeah, uh, With Devlin Hodges, if Devlin Hodges is still their quarterback next week, I'm sitting Juju. Yeah. Honestly. I, I Until Mason Rudolph comes back and shows that he can. Because Mason
1: Rudolph can hit some of those down-the-field throws. I don't think Devlin Hodges can. Keenan Allen. Yep. You know, another poor performance. Like, Keenan Allen was hot at the beginning of the year. hmm and he's just... And is that, what, two or three weeks in a row? Or it's just been... Bleh. Yeah. He was
0: a wide receiver one after three weeks. hmm
1: So... Like, a consistent, like, if you don't start him, you're stupid. Wide receiver one. Like, I mean, it was...
0: Yeah, tell me how Max survived Jared Goff's negative .88 points and still oh won. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's,
1: that's gross. Yeah. Uh, gross.
0: All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up. We hit two hours. I think I'm going to... We're going to cut something together real quick and warn people. Like, hey, this is a super long show. I'll, you want to break it up? When I we post understand.
2: everything, I'll be like, hey, this is a long show. Yeah. Heads up. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> give but a shit. Say, we're not sorry, yeah. but listen, please. We love
0: you. We're once a week, so. we got to um, get as much in as we can. Like I said, check out our Facebook page, Beer Brothers Football Podcast. Uh, we're oh, changing Beer, it. Beer Brothers Fantasy, Fantasy Football, Football, Football Podcast. We're changing it here soon. Um, at BB Football Pod, which will probably change to BBFF. Like I say,
2: that's on Twitter and on, on Instagram on
0: Instagram once I can figure out the Twitter page but yep. as of right now BB Football Pod on both of those uh, check out our YouTube page you can just search so
2: Beer Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast I'll I'll make sure I change that as well that way we can uh, get all the rebranding other than that we love you guys keep uh, tuning big, in big thanks back to Alex again for showing up in the uh, second week.
1: Yeah, man, this is so, fun. I love First two time guest.
0: Woo! Yeah. Hot day! Breaking records. <laughs> and uh, thanks again to uh, ATBSports.net. We appreciate the support, guys. And we'll uh, keep throwing it back to you.
2: We'll see you guys next
0: week. Goodbye. Goodbye. we